This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. I knew that shit didn't. Something wasn't looking right, but now everything is good. Yeah. Um, your boys is back. Your boys is back. And you got to give them that intro one more time. And um, Or that intro music, rather. Yeah, we're going to say the boys is back. And yeah. if, if, if you really fuck with the culture, facts, then you probably watching... That first part that y'all never hear if you don't fuck with the culture yeah. on YouTube or something yeah. like that. That'll be available to um to those who are in the know. <laughs> yeah. Because um that pre-talk was dope, but guess what? Yeah. I fucked it up and unplugged some shit <laughs> while we was live and, and it crashed. <laughs> and it and it formatted the heart. <laughs> oh man. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Niggas learn every day, B. Oh man. Hey man, we back in the building, dog. Um, how was your weekend, bro? Um yeah, it was really good, man. Yeah. I now think about it. You know, best weekend of my life. Blessings. Blessings, man. Hey, man, I ain't going to mention it, but that idea is an idea that we was man. texting about. That's an idea. Yeah. That's that's going to be um, that's gonna be a thing. Yeah. That's going to be a thing. I was thinking about that yesterday, um, just like logistically and shit. I feel like we get a little alley-oop from COVID because it's a lot of shit we don't have to have now. Man, the homie D Rick got yeah. a party bus and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paid. Uh, I was. I'm like, look, D Rick, what up, boy? I'm like, well, shit, nigga, we can use that to ship people. Yeah, you know, what I'm move saying? them in and out, man. Yeah, yeah. What you need? Uh, uh y'all need a a little safe way to the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some shit coming for y'all, man. This spring, this weekend, culture. We got hey, listen, a whole new name, like, whole new tagline coming. You it's think, a whole brand. You dog. see how that you you know how that the, the the graphics on that it's so easy to throw. Yeah, the, 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 like, come on, <laughs> the man. graphics so easy on that. Come one. on, man. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, who gonna sue us? <laughs> nobody. <laughs> like nobody's there. <laughs> Yo, the merch done. <laughs> I'm about to get on eBay and get the merch right now. It's created, dog. Yo. It's an easy fix, dog. Yo, and start slanging that Fam, shit. Fam, early, two. early. Yo. Like, tell them, get ready. We about to do, Um, and I haven't started the, the Instagram page, but I own it. Um, Follow me at Merch Poppy soon, but I buy a lot of concert merch. That's like my favorite shit is artist, album, and concert merch, festival merch. Nigga, this yeah, will be. A, I just bought the back-end support for uh, a merch site. So, dope, dope. Yeah, this will be in that vein. Where um, you can purchase the This Week in Culture merch. Coming you can soon. purchase the Shop Talk podcast, the studio. Yeah. Fucking merch, whatever. And Go to this spot and it's there. The merch that's coming for this thing that's coming <laughs> <laughs> that we about to come up with real quick. Oh, the, matter of fact, let me start. I'm about to pull up the artwork right now yeah. and just start with the Photoshop. Now, maybe, not, not make, not a, not the intro song don't fit no more. Cause hey, now, man. Now we, need, we need something different. Well, now we hype, though. dog. Yeah. We hype. Hey, um, everybody who really rock with the culture gets that exclusive intro that we just gave facts, y'all. Because uh, what we about to do now has zero to do with what we talking about. <laughs> Hold up, man. Uh, let me see. What we got? What we in the mood for, man? Man, you know, this is not what you about to play. Yeah. You know a song that don't get no fucking love, and it's possibly one of the... Who said... Somebody said this shit earlier today. Was like, it's probably one of the greatest samples of all time. Mm. Throw some D's on that bitch. Hey, yo, man. Hold up. Matter of fact, in honor of my Alabama brother... Motherfucking hold I up, fuck dog. with Rich Boy, dog. Rich Boy was that nigga. I really do fuck with Rich Boy, and I like that fucking album. Polo the Dumb was that nigga. That album was underrated. That yeah. album was underrated. Nigga thought it was one song on that album. It was not. His, guess what? 
Mace fucked his career up. <laughs> now you probably thinking like, how the fuck did yeah. Mace fuck, fuck up, up his, his career? career? Because his second single, which had Mace on it, mm-hmm. and Mace was about to go shoot the video for, mm-hmm. was the Mace the weekend that Mace got caught in Atlanta with the boys. And yeah, he went into hiding. Mace should start uh, <laughs> preaching again. On Clubhouse? No, no. He, he well, I know he on there. He won't get off. I heard he on there, but no, he just uh, became a lead pastor at a church that a couple people I know he on. He got to quit. Because <laughs> this nigga ain't no good. He's not good. Uh, hey, Mason. You know, ain't, no, ain't no benefit of the doubt niggas change. Yo, this, nigga's a, this nigga trash, dog, in real life. Oh, man. Been on stage with Mason. I heard he on Clubhouse <laughs> fooling, dog. Niggas no. have told me stories about Mason. Nah, I'm straight. Let's get into it, dog. I used to think about immature things. Mm, even the sample. You know, like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you gonna call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? Hey, get money, get money, new money. Cause y'all niggas thought a nigga slipped and yeah. fell. Hold up. Yeah, just for my dog. Let's go, Polo. Let's go, Polo. Fall. A lot of hoes give me their numbers, but I never call. A real OG, look at VIP and see a nigga ball. Then after we hit the club, baby, I'ma hit them draws. Yeah, I'ma break you off. And that's all. Every freak should have a picture of my dick on their walls. Hold over the shits, don't be the click. Yeah, just for my dog. Oh, well, fuck it. We might as well hit him with this right here. Hey. Yo, man. Hey, that might be the liveest intro we ever had, yeah, dog. Because I'm actually, like, hype. Yo, if I'm hype right now. I'm hype right now. Fuck it, nigga. Uh, I might play the intro that I was finna play that was related to what we was talking about. Because you know what? Shit. This is just the mood I'm in, nigga. Let's keep it going, dog. Hold up. Where Let's my go. shit at? We can put a whole show Yo, Where my shit at, dog? Every day I'm hustling. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Every day I'm hustling. 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 Every day I'm. Every day I'm. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. I ain't gonna give him the whole minute, man. Cause we'll Yo, never be able to post this shit publicly. Shit. Yo, we about to go. I was finna give him that remix though with that hove. Hey, hey, nigga. Go on up. 
Like he broke in fucking uh, Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> I only play with Gordo. <laughs> oh my god, dog! Welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all see the type of energy we on this week in culture episode one forty. I am your host Trinidad Ant. A.K.A. Antwood, A.K.A. Merch Poppy on the gram. New page coming soon. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? Uh, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. One half of the culture, one half of everything. Back for another week. What's popping? Huh, and this week, we are bringing y'all the pod about absolutely nothing. We finna talk about everything that we can possibly think to talk about because it ain't shit out. What's wild is... If we had waited to get y'all the pod till Friday, we would have like nine hours of pod content. Fam. It's probably best that we did. The 15th, there are literally three joints dropping immediately, dog. Like, I thought about that shit. We got Outside the Wire. Facts. Starring Damson Idris and Anthony Mackie coming to Netflix. Can't wait. We got One Night in Miami. Can't wait. Directed by Regina King, starring a bunch of people you know, which that trailer looked phenomenal. It did. And then we got American Skin. Which y'all forgot was coming out. Um, oh, One Night in Miami will be on Prime Video, by the way. American Skin, Nate Parker's new movie, directed by and starring Nate Parker. Available wherever you stream and rent films. For twelve ninety nine. I already pre-ordered it on Apple TV. So listen, I can't wait to watch American Skin. Yep. It's about to be a, a black-ass weekend, right? Yeah, that's but a fact. But the reason I can't wait to watch American Skin is because I was online doing some fucking, you know, yeah, pre, yeah. pre-work, and I saw all the damn um, the reviews from all the white folks. What they saying? Trashing this shit. Wow. Like, they was trashing this shit, and somehow how he's just a horrible, like, forget the fact that he's a quote-unquote horrible person, he don't got a direction. He, yeah. Like, they was trashing that shit, and I'm like, yo, it's not, like, I, I refuse. So, the culture got to go through and give us review. Cause I know it's gonna be better than what these white folks been saying, and it's it's gonna be unbiased, dog. That's that's the thing that we looking for from the culture. That's the reason that me and Jay do what we do. Is is certain people who can't discuss shit the way we can discuss it. You that's don't you don't watch shit the way that we watch it, so you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like we won't call some shit trash if it's trash. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> black or not? <laughs> ask ask about us. <laughs> ask about us. <laughs> black or not? We will absolutely trash, trash, trash your movie if it's a trashy movie, but um we will definitely keep it a hundred with Nate Parker. And now that I'm thinking about it, we wasn't even potting when uh when um what's the I, I Nat Turner joint? I didn't like the the so it was one thing about the movie, but I didn't like the energy that was coming off about them just like the topic. And yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. He's yeah. just pushing a tired narrative. Yeah. This was nothing but I'm like, okay, y'all y'all wanna be on some bullshit. Yeah. But, but that's again with the Nat Turner joint, before the 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 rape accusations came up yeah. from the white folks. What we were hearing from the black folks was, I'm tired of slave movies. That's all we see, slave movies. Da, da, da. We can't do number slave movies. I'm like, damn, this is literally one of the greatest stories never told. Never told. And we finally got it like a national release in theaters, which is unprecedented in itself. Yeah. And y'all mad? God damn, nigga. Y'all like Nat Turner's story. What do you like, nigga? It's the, it's the, it's the exact opposite. Bro, like, come on, dog. If we can't go to, man, all right. But anyway, American Skin also drops this Friday. It is the only one that you'll have to rent. It won't be available. To just Oh, I'm getting it. Like I said, I already did the pre-order, yeah, so I'm going to have that early on Thursday. This could be the blackest weekend ever as Facts. far as movies is, is, is concerned. At least in COVID. Like, so this is this like, the blackest COVID weekend for sure. Damn, this is three episodes. 
episodes of content. Literally. Literally. I said, nigga, we might just have to come in this motherfucker and post up. Just post up and record the next three weeks worth of shit. That's a fact. And then uh take three weeks off, nigga. I'm just <laughs> like, saying. I like mean, y'all don't know. Y'all don't busy. know, man. Busy. Oh, and it's hold up, nigga. This weekend getting blacker. It's MLK weekend. Damn, is it that? Oh my God. Come on, dog. Hey, man. Come Parker got to kill some white folks with MLK. That's hey, bro, goes, for the man. one time, dog. Oh, my God. We are here. Now I'm really fucking excited, it. dog. got to do it. Oh, um, want to say uh, salute to the listeners. Shout out to y'all. We love y'all. Y'all know that. Um, Salute and prayers to Dr. Dre. Yeah. Um, Still in ICU right now. Um, They initially there were rumors that he improved and he was out of icu yeah. but today it came out that that was not a fact he remains in icu um but is like up yeah. and and doing his thing so i'm like okay but they said uh things have definitely not gotten as good as the rumors last yeah, it's, week it's, it's, so. it's uh i definitely have a uh, very close experience with that whole brain and yeah thing. same same um so it's not a that shit ain't no joke, man. So. Yeah, man. Um, I remember when I was 15, yeah. uh, we had left football practice, uh, me and a couple of my dogs. And my man, Chris, shout out to my boy, C-Rob. He leaves my crib and he goes, yo, I'm about to go on seven mile and hoop. You want to roll? We just got a Blackberry letter. Oh, that quick. Oh, boy. Send it. <laughs> in send the, the Blackberry letter. Yes. Send, send it. it right now, please. Because we about to do it in like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, that shit's so coming up. So, no, my man Chris is like, yo, I'm about to go hoop on seven mile. You want to roll? I'm like, nigga, nah, I'm straight. I'm tired. We just left football practice. I'm good, nigga. Yeah. And uh, he went to hoop. And then the next morning, his sister called me and was like, Chris had a brain aneurysm when he was playing basketball and uh, passed out on the court. I went to the hospital immediately to see him, man. It was, it was one of the things, scariest things I had seen to that point, um, the way, the condition he was in. But shout out to my dog. He lived through that, fought through that. He dealt with a lot to get back mentally and physically healthy. Yeah. But um, he's still here and kicking, man. So salute to my dog. But it's scary as shit, man. When I heard that about Dre, I literally got scared, dog. Like, come on, bro. And the timing of it was real wild. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, After out. the robbery and all that. And all the... Weird niggas out there talking about, yo, this is karma and all this other weird shit that y'all be on. Yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah, that's I, not that's not how health works. And dog, we that's, that's not how that, that's not how shit works. Again, and I feel like you lately can't, you can't be that type of person. I feel like lately we've been um we've been dropping this whole line a lot, but die and be a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, like. Yeah. Dre is one of our heroes, man. Don't don't get his personal life and whatever's going on with him and his um, estranged wife confused with what he's contributed to this culture, dog. Like, Whether he did or not, just don't be a shit person. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, so so if yeah. even that the case, I I can walk through any war in the hospital and be yeah. like, oh, you did something fucked up. You got cancer. Yeah. Oh shit, your auntie yeah. got like. Like that's karma, not, y'all calling a brain aneurysm karma? That's that's not how. That's not. But how not one to give her twenty mil a month. For, and and again, this is not all the rumors about him being an abusive dude and all that. Hey, man, we don't fuck with abusers up here. Y'all know how that go. But again, that ain't what's going on right now, nigga. So telling me that this shit is karma 20 years after the accusation, like that's just, uh, like, it's, it's wild. Like, it's, and um, I got a lot of questions about us on this podcast. Not us, me and you, but black folks. Uh, um, uh. I, I got some questions about oh, us, go, uh, I got some questions about us, I got, I got a bunch us, of man. fucking questions. Um, one of them is like, when the fuck did we get this judgmental, dog? 
Like you cannot not be perfect in this current day and age, nigga. If one imperfection and these niggas on your heels, That's dog, a fact. like they will ruin. We will literally ruin another black person when we hear about an imperfection. One hundred percent. Like dog, it's wild, nigga. Like I've I've never seen nothing like what I've seen over the last maybe I would say like two years. Um, in twenty twenty, obviously with everybody being remote. Um, I think that work from home environment got the the imp- internet streets amplified so, in a judgment. Uh, so I think this is what it is. Okay. Well, one of the contributing factors. Okay. It's not okay. A, yeah. No, it's no one thing. It's not yeah. one thing. At some point, it became funny uh-huh. to be mean mm. and to criticize and mm. like because I mean we see it on television, reality shows, whatever yep, the yep. reunions like that. That I'm a crack on you. I'm gonna make fun of you. Like that shit became like funny. Yeah. So now everybody wants to be a fucking comedian. Everybody just rag and tag like, fam, this shit is, this is like poison. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm trying to find it on on the gram. I was hoping that this would be right at the top, but I'm not seeing it. They may have deleted it, but um, or not on the gram on Facebook. Excuse me. I'm in a credit group, right? Like a credit learning. It's called Credit Warriors. You got to fill out a whole form to even get in the group. Yeah. They real strict up in there. But I joined it a long time ago because I wanted to just learn more ways about improving my credit. I getting my finances right. You might be. I just seen a couple names scrolling, look for the post that I was like, oh, I ain't know they was in this bitch. But um, a young lady posted something. Uh, what's today? Monday. So she posted this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, basically saying, yo, I had a credit card. I hit. You know, I, I maxed the bitch out almost, or, and I had this much in debt. I couldn't pay it, so I closed the card, and she, like, now, you know, this was however long ago. Now yeah. I'm in position where I want to buy a house, but because I closed that card out with a balance, it's in collections. They want me to pay it. She, like, um, you know, I want to... Or, no, she said it's not in collections yet, but she, like, do I let it get to collections so I can get a payoff statement? Um, or, you know, do I just pay the monthly balance? She asking a question. Like, cause I literally don't In a know. credit group. Cause she like, I want to get a house within nine months. And my credit said, she gave her credit score, said I needed to be here. Very specific. Based on my lender. My nigga. The comments. They killing her. Why would your dumb ass close the account? Now your credit going to drop. Cause you closed the account. Was that your longest card? You stupid as hell. Bro. Niggas get one piece of information. And nigga. Like, like, nigga, before you find out what you knew, you were ignorant. You were too. ignorant, true, dog. Hey, man. I don't know if you seen the other day, SZA tweeted, like, hey, oh. um, yo, the girl that dropped out of college multiple times and blah, blah, blah. I finally got a 725 credit score. I'm yeah. so happy. Yep. That's all I got to say. I'm lit. Niggas was like, you rich, you stupid, if you ain't do this and you ain't do that. Yeah. And then it, it was a whole social economical debate underneath yeah. the comments. Like, no, what did you? And that's like, don't y'all understand? I literally know millionaires with bad credit. I, I literally know millionaires with bad credit. Dog. Like, making more money does not mean that your credit. You probably going to be worse off because you you have the more you have an inclination to spend more. Yeah. Literally, that's a thing. It's a natural inclination. You make more, you spend more. Your tax bracket change, so do your spending habits. Like, it's a thing. I've been seeing all weekend, um, shit, really for like the last week, 
the young rapper. I'm not as familiar with his music, but YK Osiris. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not even getting on the Gucci fit because yeah. the Gucci fit to get you clowned in any tax hey, bracket. Yo, these YouTube, because oh, I went on YouTube and find that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, him and Must, uh, yo, him I'm, and Mustard have been going woo. for three days straight. Yeah. And Lil Yachty didn't got yeah. in it. YK clown Yachty. And Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage is in yeah. it. But um, it initially started before the Gucci fit. Um, at least what I saw, YK Osiris bought a. Like a Hyundai. Yeah. Bought him a brand new Hyundai. He sold his Lamborghini. Sold the and Lambo all the- and all the fancy cars and got a Hyundai and said, I'm cutting back. Nigga, cause I'm I'm yeah, I'm wealthy now, but I want to stay here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple dollars now. Let me not say wealthy, because niggas will get on you about that. Oh, is he wealthy? Does he have general uh generational, <laughs> generational wealth? wealth, nigga? Are his kids straight? I'm like, I don't even know if that nigga got kids, hey, yo, bro. I fucking hate the term generational wealth. I want that shit to stop. Yeah, you ain't I, got no wealth in this generation. You are you shaming a nigga for out the next one? I absolutely hate it. Oh, uh, we just got another little let. Well, was the letter that you thought we got was that from the homie Macho? Yeah, he was. Like, oh, he he, asked if he, can see he just texted me. He just uh-huh. texted me. I got him. I Macho. We're gonna get to that in a minute. But yeah, dog. So they was clowning him for getting a Hyundai. I said, my nigga. He want to say, but you remember the convo a few years back when they was clowning Kendrick for getting his sister a Camry. Yeah. You can't win with these internet streets, dog. So I, I don't know when black folks got this judgmental, but it's it's detrimental. I just want to put that out there, man. And um, I like what you said. Before you knew, you were ignorant too, nigga. That might that. be the pod, the tie, pod title, nigga. All right, Instagram Live, folks. I'm about to be out. Y'all got to listen tomorrow. Peace. IG Live, peace. All right, man. Uh, what else we got going on, dog? I know um, you and the the boy Dame discussed this. Dame, what up, though? But the fans of uh, This Week in Culture wanted us to touch in on it, so we're going to do the due diligence, man. The Capitol. The Capitol. And they they breached it. They breached it. It's <laughs> hard to say breached when them doors was unlocked and opened. <laughs> it's real. That's a wild <laughs> yeah, They literally was like... <laughs> Hey no, that's and I t- hey man, come on in this motherfucker, no, dog. This motherfucker. You hey know what I'm man, saying? it's that's I, hey nigga. Did y'all breach or did, did to breach or impeach? And I I that don't know, nigga. Question. To breach or impeach, nigga. That also might be a pod title. Um, for those who don't know, last week Wednesday, uh, around one p.m. Eastern time, <laughs> a gang of white people just went on and did their white diligence and. Jump the fucking gates to the Capitol building, which is not the White House. I do want folks to know that. I, I've seen so many niggas say they storm the White House. Yo, um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Let me talk to a couple of hey, y'all. Yo, just for sit a this one out. Uh, just sit this one out. You yo, know? I want y'all to know that there's literally a completely different street with the White House on it. Like that wasn't even the same. The White House address is on Pennsylvania Ave, dog. 1600 Pennsylvania Pennsylvania. Ave Yo shout out to the culture Wesley Snipes got a movie called Murder at 1600 That's how I know the address of the It's actually a great fucking movie by the way Um, Legitimately why I know the the address Oh nigga I think it might be the only reason Anybody black really knows the address of the White House Uh, That might have been your first encounter Um, The Capitol is not at 1600 White Or at 1600 Pennsylvania Ave um, so white people jumped the fences, they jumped the walls, they apparently kicked down some doors and kicked down some windows, but yeah. for the most part, they were able to walk into the Capitol right up the steps yeah. through the front door. Most people can if you make an appointment. Yeah. Fourth um, grade is there all the time. Uh, rest in peace to the young black lady who got killed for making a U-turn 
a few years ago in front of the Capitol, um, shot by Capitol Police and Secret Service. Yeah. So it's wild how much that appointment applies to <laughs> to us versus them, man. Um, they kill you for a U turn when you in your car, man. but they will not touch you for running in the front of that bitch, dog. It's so many elements to this shit. I didn't even know where to start the conversation, bro. It is. The audacity of white people was on full display. Um, white supremacy was on full display. Um, I wrote a very, uh, I'll, I'll say, charged Facebook post that got a few people. So you know how when folks share your shit. Yeah. Um, you go to they, their shared version of your shit and their friends are commenting. Facts. Oh, man, I got called all kind of names. Of course. By a lot of non-blacks. Of course. And by some blacks. Niggas was calling me all kind of shit on the shared post. Um, I let a couple of them know I beat they ass, which is cool. If you don't like me, find me. Yeah, hey, it's really a simple invitation, nigga. Just like we gave y'all the address to the White House, we'll give you the address to the pod. It's, it's on, on my, the pod it's page. On, it's on my page. It's on there. It's so on all of them. Meet us in Oak Park. But um, huh, they've started making some arrests. Um, the news came out yesterday, or Saturday, rather. Um, they were spreading feces. Throughout that bitch Oh you ain't see that No Some people um, Actually brought Shit from their home And they were smearing <laughs> it On the walls of the Capitol um, Some I mean, people It's a shit show It's a shit it show It was right? a fucking shit show Nigga <laughs> My god <laughs> But then they said Some people live shat Right there That's And just funny. left it And uh, shout out to my homie Corey uh, they said them niggas didn't wipe. They just shat and got on about their business. So we said who was out there. Now the Capitol stank, nigga. We said who was out there. I mean, the trailer parkest of the trashiest trailer park. Um, dog. Five people died. Uh, or no, six. The count is up to six now. Uh, cause one, another cop died. So two Capitol police. How they die? One got beat with a fire hydrant. Um. Smashed him in his head They said they hit him in his head Over five times With a fire hydrant Jesus Christ Is that um, on tape? I, so there's a tape The other guy Who just passed There's a tape of Someone being beaten On the steps I saw this on Sean King page They whooping his ass With what looks like A flagpole And He's he a police ended, officer? Yeah And he ended up passing um, Salute to that one Black Capitol Police officer Who held them niggas Out of the Senate they were trying to get in the Senate, and Dog just said, fuck it. I got to up the strap on y'all, Dog. Like, you can't come. Sorry. Because it's live Senate members in that bitch who are fearing for they shit, and well, I can't they, let y'all they, Actually, they was back there taking selfies, too. I mean, they was also getting busy, Dog. Like, you know, I'm going to say, and I don't, you know, I think all this shit is um, manufactured. Not yeah. fake. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. manufactured. Um, well, all this shit was going on. I really do understand where people's sentiments come from, uh-huh. but I was just, I was just taken aback by one. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't. Fam, even, I didn't even. Where see, did? Fam. I didn't see uh, the homie Greg. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Yo, you see this shit?" Hey, Greg, what up? <laughs> and I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> like, see what? <laughs> oh, so, like, you see what's going on? I'm like, hey. I don't, I don't. Like, let me go look. I'm like." Hey yo, yo niggas is wilding, right? Dog going crazy. But then what, what what hurt me the most is when I got on the internet, all my black friends told me that my black life didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it was like, yo, if these is black people, we be dead. And I get it. I one hundred percent understand where that come from. Yeah. But it just like every time I got online, I just seen black people 
making a silent agreement. I don't know if y'all have you ever heard read the four agreements, but mm-hmm. making this silent agreement that our life is not as valuable. It's the way it is. Um, and that 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 bothered me. Yeah. Um, and then just taking a little deeper look into like these what these these white folks went out there because that's who the majority of what I am. Facts. So facts. I'm, I'm just speaking factual. Uh, the niggas went out there and had a fucking temper tantrum. You know, yeah, and and then they went home for the most part. Yeah, but I heard like journalists say like they attempted to take over the country like that, that like compared it to eighteen twelve. Yeah, like there's a difference when an army is burning down the White House, <laughs> and then a bunch of white folks come in this bitch and have a temper tantrum, and they are allowed to stay in a general area. Yeah, and once you go into that other area where you're not supposed to, we gonna shoot your dumb ass. Yeah, just how they shot that one dumb ass lady. You know what that, I'm saying? Oh like, my god. Yo, but did like, you see a video of dog that was standing next to her that gave up his whole plan? Dog came out like, yo, my name is uh, Jeremy Davis from uh, Orange, New Jersey. I live right over here. Like, yeah, he's we had just broke in the window. <laughs> he was like, we climbed over through the veranda. I was like, bro, you just gave a blueprint for your arrest. That shit like, real. I mean, I'm a cynic, though. But I like, mean, I was like, my nigga, there's no way. You came on live TV giving the play, nigga. I had to make it look. I mean, come on. Like, come on, dog. But, uh. I did see the video of her being shot. Um, I'm sorry. Which is, well, it was wild because the video that I saw was shot rings out at Capitol. That was the title. So I didn't know anyone was actually shot in this video. And when I clicked it and I heard the shot, at least from the angle of this video, you didn't see anybody get shot. But when you heard it, nigga, you started oh, hearing motherfuckers. See it when she dropped? No, no, no. So oh. I saw it later. <laughs> but the one I saw, the angle was pow. Yeah. And then it was commotion. And it was, oh, my God, she bleeding, dog. And it was like, oh, shit. And then I, I saw the, the other video later and was like, oh, yeah, she got shot shot. But, yeah. um, hey, man, sh- this was Army or an Air Force vet. Like, this was this was my <laughs> other issue, right? This shit was wild, well, My other concern, dog. I don't even want to call it an issue. Okay. Is, Cause I'm very concerned right now, nigga. My other concern, which was from from my people, uh huh. Like I get it, we ain't being treated the best here. Facts. So whenever we get an opportunity to stick it to people, we want we want to stick it to them. Yeah. But don't change who you are, based yeah. on what that. I I seen people out here. I had this one lady. I don't want to disrespect her, but she's very <laughs> public in the media. She was like, "We need a full investigation inside of the police department." Oh boy, to understand why they didn't call in the national guard sooner, mm-hmm. why they didn't deploy um, tear gas and everything sooner. I'm like, okay, well, like three months ago, this was the exact we opposite didn't want that, that y'all didn't I, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, like, you just got to be careful what you're asking for, yeah, because. The normal procedure is let me create a problem and then you beg me for the solution I wanted to give to you anyway. Mm-hmm. And then and the, and the whole notion that, yo, if these is black people protesting, the police would have shot and killed everybody. Fam, black folks been protesting all summer. Like mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a record amount of protests. Yeah. Protest. At minimum, we ain't seen no shit like this since the civil rights movement. Like. It was so many like every city in Detroit, yeah. Metro Detroit, like yeah. everybody protests. And when there's a protest, at night they come fucking you up. 
Yeah. When once third shift come in, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, because ass. they already sleepy, nigga. Yeah. I don't got time to be here. Third shift is beating your ass, and yeah. I enjoyed the footage of third shift. Yeah. Whooping the fuck. And they told them <laughs> niggas six o'clock. <laughs> it's six o'clock, baby. Like it get dark at. And night. them niggas said, "Yo, it's literally dark at five forty-five. Like, yo, as soon as them lights come out, we ass beating up. time, nigga. But like in a protest or when we trying to. Because there was thousands of people outside. Facts. And not everybody that was out there actually was protesting involved in that. Yeah, went yeah. inside the building. Mm-hmm. Right. But this is what normally happens. We put you in an area where you are allowed to protest and allowed to do shit. Because guess what? Could the police and the Capitol Police and everything stop every single person from coming in there and, and did damage and everything? Yeah. 100%. Do you think the police in Portland... Could have stopped the, the the protesters from burning down the entire police station. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah. They let you do that. Yes, they were allowed because that's what happens. Because it's, I don't think that y'all think this, but don't nobody want to shoot a fucking crowd of people with Facts. actual bullets. Yeah. Don't nobody want to do that. You you damn near, you can't do that. Um, did they, mean, Didn't they allow people to go in Linux Mall and fuck that bitch up and Phipps and fuck it up and Icebox and... Niggas was niggas broke into they a fucking icebox up, nigga. What's the what's them little what's them shoes? Uh, the nigga they broke into it was a in van, van store. store. Yeah, nigga they allowed this shit to happen because that's what you do. And yeah. then you let them get their frustration the fuck out. But there's an, there's a, there's a limit to this shit. Mm-hmm. We can fuck with y'all in this area, like downtown Detroit. All them protests, we blocked that shit up. This was where y'all little. Y'all designated protest area. Yeah. And when you go to the where the people was at, the Secret Service shot that lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, y'all do y'all shit on this side. When you cross here, we're going to shoot your dumb ass. Our and- jobs are literally to protect these people right here. Like, at, we have no other job but their protection. So I'm going to let off, nigga. I'm not a cop. Secret service, nigga. We don't talk for a living, my nigga. I don't nigga. give a fuck about your, yo, yo, you violating law. That's not what we here for. Yeah, we here to protect and serve, dog. Um, one thing that that event last week got me thinking about. So I have this weird like concern, maybe because I watch a lot of like crime documentaries and and that sort of thing. Um, but I've watched a lot in my lifetime on presidential assassinations, right? And assassination attempts, um, which is one thing that I've always thought about. Like literally since I was old enough to understand, I'd be like, damn, I hope the new president don't get killed. Like, I think that it's a weird thing to say, but I think about that shit and um, thought it obviously with Barack. I was really worried about Barack. Like I ain't said cause I wanted to be like happy, like, yeah, black man in the president. But I'm like, Yo, nigga, I hope they don't try to homie because these niggas is really mad. Like, the white folks is mad, man. They're not shooting Biden because then they're going to make a black woman president, and they definitely don't want to. I'm worried about her, too. (laughs) The way they was going last week, I'm like, yo, I think the world done snapped. Well, see, this. I think the world done snapped, bro. So this is is one of my bigger issues, my bigger concerns. And I ain't speaking that energy out there. I'm just saying it it goes through my head, nigga. Somehow. I don't even want to say somehow because I, I I definitely understand. Yeah, I don't think everybody that was there to protest what was going on uh-huh. is there because they don't like black people. Yeah, but we made that shit all about us. Yeah, I heard some. They was like, "Yo, this is what happened when black people vote. These people are yeah. there to steal our votes and everything yeah. like that." Everybody who was down there who for in their brain, yeah, they think that the election was stolen. Yeah. 
like y'all did some shady shit. They literally think that, right? Yeah. Just how we think that there is police brutality and systematic racism. Mm-hmm. White folks be like, nigga, that shit don't exist in real life. Facts. We think so. We was out there protesting all summer. They looking at us like y'all niggas are crazy. Y'all destroying our streets. Y'all fucking up the stores. Yeah. They mad at the police because like y'all wouldn't stop them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we on the exact opposite side of like, yo, I don't necessarily know that this shit was stole. But like, just because I don't agree with their position don't mean they don't got the right to be out there. Right. Yeah. But like, we have turned that shit into if they was out there, that means they racist and they support white supremacy, the whole nine yards, and y'all hate black people. I don't know that everybody is out there is on that time. Yeah, it's it's definitely not. They are definitely enough of them. <laughs> oh, it was plenty. <laughs> the I mean, Proud Boys and all this, all this. They, they, a couple of them capital black cops came out uh, yesterday and said. Um, they have it on their cell phone videos that they were called niggers like over 50 times, 15 times in a row. Like one dude was like, yo, they literally just was like, nigger, 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 <laughs> nigger. Like he was like, they was just running it off, dog. And it was like, um, so they were out there. We know Thanks. that. We know that for a fact. But there were some people who were out there legitimately upset about um, the Trump election being, quote, stolen and then thinking the Georgia uh, Senate race was stolen, and then therefore Georgia flipping the Senate became a whole addition to Trump. People not going to agree with this yeah. shit, right? Um, so Trump got banned from the internet and all Facts. that other shit because they said he incited this riot. When I go back and look at his tweets, like which tweet did it? Yeah, because the tweet that saying "come out and protest this," like so, if you which tweet did it? You know what I'm saying? So my thing is we got to be careful when we willfully ban somebody. Yeah. Because they ban Farrakhan the same way. Yeah. But we agree with Farrakhan, so we thought that shit was bold. Yeah. And you can, it's a lot of people that say he a bad person for whatever reason. And we got our own thoughts. And like, no, nah, nigga, you don't really understand the context because what he was saying is blah, blah, blah. My thing is this. I don't got to agree with you or give a fuck about your point. Mm-hmm. You got the right to speak it And you got the right to have your own opinion about it Absolutely. You can't be for protest As long as it's our side And not for protest as long as it's not our side Yeah And then the conversation is well that shit turned violent Well some of ours turned violent And yeah. it wasn't because of us Like we can't control everybody Yeah I, I think To your point um, about Being careful what we asked for like yo if that were black people out there we we'd have got shot it'd have been a lot of black bodies on the floor um i don't disagree with that statement but to your point of do we want to be able to essentially breach the capital breach in quotes and not be assaulted by the police like is that worth the risk? Like, what are we asking for? Like, do we want the ability to proudly walk into the Capitol and have our guns and like start going to niggas offices and shit and the cops don't touch us? Do we really want that? Cause are you willing to risk that we have that freedom nigga? Cause if you go in there and they fucking do like, did we want them to shoot the white people like they shoot us? Cause I saw the meme, like we don't want y'all to shoot them. Like y'all shoot us. We want the freedom yeah, yeah, that y'all yeah. don't shoot like y'all like, and it's like I get that, but I get that. But it ain't worth our risk. Like I don't want us to start thinking that I the cops learned. Yeah, 
No, nigga, just don't do it, dog. Protest cool and and pray that these niggas ain't on our ass, man. That, I, I I saw that shit a long time ago, and I I one hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. But the only reason that's kind of it's kind of it's kind of disingenuous because that's not the same sub. That's not the same thing. Yeah. Like when I get stopped by the police, I want you to not shoot me like you not shoot them. Mm-hmm. But there isn't a history of protesters being shot by the police while at a protest. Yeah. I can only think of one. It was this dumbass white lady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that whole statement is true. Yeah. And it invokes a certain emotion. And when you attack that, attach that certain emotion to an already emotional topic. Yeah. You train. It's a transference. You transfer all that energy. That energy. And yep. this is what it is. And like, we got to be careful with that because people use and abuse us. And the best place to hide the lie is in between two truths. Facts. So just be careful that they don't use Known evil people and known good people against each other to manipulate you. How you feel about um them attempting to uh, get Trump out in these last what nine days now or something like that? <sighs> uh, I think that unfortunately Trump won the election last time, quote unquote, fair and square. Yeah. Deal with that shit for four years, dog. Like, we tried to circumvent the actual process for four years because yeah. we didn't like him, right? Yeah. He won fair and square that first time. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with that shit for four years. Like, we literally tried to, no, fuck the process and get the nigga out of here on everything that yeah. we knew wasn't going to work. Yeah. We wasted all this money, all this time. For, for what? For four years, we wasted... Millions of dollars in resources and time yeah. and effort for something no ain't no sitting president been impeached. So I I can't successfully. Yeah, they they've been impeached but not removed. Not removed. Not from removed. Um, Trump. If so, they tried to get Mitch McConnell to um enact the twenty fifth. Only the VP can do that. Mitch McConnell or not Mitch McConnell. Pardon me. Uh, Mike Pence. Excuse me. To enact the twenty fifth. Only the VP can do that. Um, Mike Pence said, "Fuck y'all. Uh, I ain't doing it." He ain't say that, but, but like, he ain't doing it. I can, I can see if the nigga Trump was like, "Yo, come out here and fuck shit up for me." Yeah, like he ain't he ain't say that. Yeah, and then so with with Pence not enacting the twenty fifth, the next step is to then um, introduce articles of impeachment. Um, all of this will take longer. Then, like, it'll be past January twentieth by the time all of this is done. So Trump will no longer be in office, and I get why they're trying to do it like yo but to your point about the four years i kind of felt that same way about social media and all the bands that he got like y'all allowed this for four years so in these last 12 days i don't really know how i feel about y'all taking it away i get yo if y'all say yo this nigga's inciting violence or he un-american or whatever the fuck y'all saying remove him but i'm like i feel like i've seen some pretty un-american maybe how do you pick and choose riot inciting type shit from him way sooner than last week? How do you pick and choose who you censor? Mm. And like, but I, I get everybody arguing, yo, Twitter is a is a private company. Nigga, that's public domain. Uh -huh. Like, can you imagine the president being banned from the New York Times? Mm. Because the New York Times isn't a government ran, it's a it's yeah. a private business. Private. Can you imagine a, a sitting president be like, yo, we not letting you speak in the newspaper no more? Yeah. 
Like that's a lot of power. It fuck, is. Fuck Trump. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care about him. But dude, we just got to understand. Like what it's we definitely watching. a fine line. But like, okay, so I'm gonna ask you this because it's never happened to me. Have you ever been in like Facebook jail, Twitter jail, any of that? Yes. How does that work? Because I'm. I'm with them. I know. Like Twitter said, no, this is a lifetime ban now. Um, I think that was Twitter or Facebook. One of them said it was a lifetime ban. Um, but one of them said it was temporary as of now, whatever, whatever. But like when they put niggas in jail, I kind of look at that as the same thing. Like you're censoring people who I don't know how you decide. Well, I've, what's I've, I've watched a good six hours of Jack from Twitter uh-huh. and his whole team explained. He was on he went on Joe Rogan podcast for like three hours. Yeah. That caused a, a, a storm a and then he came back and it was like another three hours. And okay. Most of it is not even a person, it's AI. Yeah. If you use a string of words, if you say, like, if you can't say bitch ass nigga, yeah. if you say ass and nigga, uh, curse word and yeah. nigga, like, I got blocked for saying um, whole ass nigga. Yeah. Like, so, we from Detroit, right? In Detroit, dog means a whole sentence. I didn't realize till about a month ago on Facebook when you write dog, D O G, flagging it. And they telling you soon as you hit post, it's going to ask you, are you sure you want to post that? This might be inappropriate. Do you want to edit it? If you click no, it's going under review. Yeah. If you click yes, edit, you got to spell D-A-W-G. What's the difference in D-A-W-G? No fucking clue. Maybe because it's not a real word, it's not being flagged. To your point, it's AI. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that. But it's also when, you, when you're telling me we going to review and potentially put you in jail for saying dog you can't block people because you don't like them and, th- and that's what they doing and what what's what's unfortunate is because in the general sense because we on the side of the people who actually have actually have the power to block we think it's cool mm. but at some point you the 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 others will have the power and you won't be able to say what you think is valid because it's not valid yeah when they took the minister off of, of also social media because they think what you say is not valid, mm-hmm. I staunchly disagree. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But like, we just got to be careful what we what precedent we allow because individual, regular people have more power apparently than the president. Yeah, because yeah. you can't be a dictator and be able to be silenced at the same time. Which one is it? Yeah, because if I'm a dictator, nigga, shut the fuck up. Everything going out. Clearly, that's not the case. I also said, I might have said it on this pod. I may have said it on Facebook. I don't know. But it sounds wild, and I'm not going to get into explaining it because I don't feel like it. Americans might be too free. We might be we might be slightly too free because we do a lot of wild shit. Um, and I think that we figure out ways to stretch our freedoms and our laws and our rights so much that eventually we run into these type of situations. Like when niggas tell y'all, yo, we got the right to go out here and protest, whatever the fuck we feel like they do. And it's kind of hard to argue, even if it is race um, or initiated by some sort of racism or racist uh, mindset, they can go out there and be racist as they want. And it's like, I don't know, dog. I just be feeling like we got, even with this COVID shit, like we just too free. Like niggas could literally be like, Yo, man, the governor said, wear your mask. And niggas could be like, fuck you in the governor and walk in there and buy their Skittles, nigga. And it's like, damn, nigga, you just going to go grab your milk from Target with no mask. And then they come in there with 10 other niggas and march around Target with no mask saying, take off your mask. They got a whole chant. It's mad video. Take off your mask. Like, we got too many freedoms sometimes, man. It's, it's, 
we run a fine line with our rights and our freedoms. Um, so that the best when, worst country ever. when we're we are the best worst country ever, so much so that when there is discipline, i.e., removing Trump from these socials, um, now we have to question if the discipline how it's applicable, right? Because when you apply it. Now you got me wondering if I'm also on the verge of being banned from some shit too. Like, have I said anything that might have incited a fucking? If the powers is wild. If the powers to be be like, we don't like Kamala Harris and what she stands for, and she tweets something and be like, no, nah, we blocking you because yeah. this is offensive and we feel like it incited th- incited this. Whether yeah. I, then what? Yeah. When it's the other team who blocks somebody on you, then what? Yeah. It's it's a fine line, man. All this shit that we discussing, it's a very, very thin line. Um, it's a very like even like to that thin line made me think of the term thin blue line, right? Mm-hmm. So with them capital police, there were black police officers out there. Some were literally trying not to be killed. Some were out there up in the strap. Praying to God that niggas ain't test them, dog. Cause yo, we're overwhelmed no matter what. Yeah. Like, um It's too many I know y'all was like, yo, they should do this. It's too many people, man. It was a lot of and to a point um that you you should know, um, but if you haven't caught it, a lot of those thousands of people were law enforcement from their cities and their towns. A lot of them were lawmakers. I just saw a West Virginia lawmaker get arrested at his mama crib the other day. And like everybody who went down there. Did not quote unquote storm the Capitol. Yeah. Some niggas was out there in the crowd just protesting with their signs. Doing what they do. And they coming back and they getting fired and from their jobs. Talking about yeah. y'all shouldn't like I don't agree with that. Yeah. Like if, if you got a different political opinion, if you think that the proceedings that's going on is staged or uh, you got the right to pro you got the right to say that. You shouldn't be able to you you shouldn't lose your job because you was in the crowd yeah. outside. I didn't go inside the building and and fu- now if you in that bitch smearing shit on the walls, my nigga Fam. That's you, you should lose your, your your point in Congress or whatever your little job is. <laughs> that's that's really wild. But like just because you bought like I've been seeing niggas out there who I don't know if you seen that video today where a man got pulled off the plane. Yes. Um so what y'all judge like because he he took a flight down there he can't he can't fly no more because some shit so that's like like fuck it then yeah. I went down to the protest of like so you went down to a protest for for George Floyd mm-hmm. and niggas start fucking shit up because you went down there you can't fly no more or you can't do something like I'm not responsible for everybody yeah. and you can't prove that I did something yeah like so we are okay with being guilty by association which is why technically. If we really want to be on some real shit, you it's it's you're not supposed to be able to film and, and record people while they at a protest. Yeah, for 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 backlash and reasons like that, you're not supposed to be able to. We do it because of social media and everything, but yeah. like for, th- for 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 things like that, you're supposed to be protected under our great country because that's your right. You shouldn't be chastised because you went down there and fought for Black Lives Matter. Yeah, uh, funny enough. A lot of the motherfuckers who were out there being filmed were filming themselves, nigga. And that's like y'all niggas is idiots, man. To the cop that uh, so I just read that two cops who were um caught on social media having taken selfies with them. So the one video that everybody saw, the one cop taking a selfie, and apparently another cop did the same, and uh, his shit got posted online by the dude who took the selfie with him. Um, they were now they're suspended at the moment. And they might be fired down the line. So let me ask you this then. Yeah. So 
for a, a host of white folks who don't believe in Black Lives Matter, uh-huh. who don't believe that they're, that uh, the police be doing anything wrong to black people, are should Chief James Craig be fired because he sat down with protesters and took a knee with them and took pictures with them? He a police officer. Yeah. You took a knee, made a whole photo. Like, should you be fired? No, you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think now, where the you, line gets drawn right there between the two, because no, James Craig should not be fired for that. I think with these niggas, and again, maybe because of the nature of them impeding the fucking capital, maybe that, because I look at that, if I'm your cop boss, if I'm your, your whatever, nigga, your sergeant or your chief, I'm going to look at you and say, nigga, what was your, you ain't doing your job right now, because... They shouldn't have been able to come through that hall or that door. Like, if you was on your post. Taking pictures ain't on your post. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you might catch some discipline off that. Um, but if they were outside the Capitol with the rioters who now, weren't. Like, like, if you inside of the Capitol yeah. where you're not supposed yeah. to be yeah. taking a picture, fam, you doing some wrong yeah. shit. And, and, but and, if you outside on the front lawn or whatever. Yeah, like, fam, if y'all was outside taking selfies with these niggas and throwing up the fucking uh, Proud Boy symbol and the white power joint. And guess what? I don't like y'all group. I don't I don't respect uh, y'all protest, whatever. But you got the right to do it. Yeah. As long but as you're, you're not in the building, yeah. physically harming people. Mm-hmm. But niggas went out there and started breaking reporters. Uh, oh, cameras, cameras. Equipment. They, been, they was chasing niggas oh, down. Oh, nigga, did you see? Uh, beating niggas up. They and, was literally out there chanting to hang Mike Pence. They they said like fifteen of them niggas was running around the Capitol. Where's Mike Pitt? Like looking for the nigga. I don't go to protests. No I said I don't go shit. to rallies. Nah, I don't go to protests. Nah. It's too many people. I can't control that shit. If yeah. somebody do something, every all y'all did it. I'm I'm straight. I can't do it. Um, someone else posed a question, and it's a it's a reach or a bit of a reach, but I did like the question. They said, um. Imagine all those protesters, thousands of protesters, um, imagine just a handful of them who were in the Capitol had COVID and spread it somewhere. Y'all was in these people's offices and in their domain and shit. So imagine they left some COVID in there, nigga, however this shit gets spread. (laughs) And then these niggas come to work the next day. And somebody in there catches fucking COVID. Nigga, that bitch closed for like the next month. They gonna have somebody professionally come through, clean up everything. Yeah. They talking about somebody stole old girl laptop. I don't believe it. Um, they Shit. talking about somebody stole uh, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Dog used her printer. Like, them niggas is sick, bro. <laughs> like, some of them was, even if like, because I, I didn't see niggas like else, and a lot of them was actors and crisis actors and all that shit. Cool. Whatever. Could be. Actor or not, you Some niggas is wild. Because <laughs> niggas stole that podium. If you, fam, and, and put that bitch on eBay. Dog took the picture like, nigga. It, they see, was in there. That, so I, that was supreme white people in, bro. This, this is what I wonder. Yeah. Because all in all, them white folks went out there, mm-hmm. had a temper tantrum. And, and and muddied up the place. They and that's up, all it they, was. They, they they it's like a frat party that went crazy. Yeah, the place is like a fucking pigsty afterwards. Yeah, but like the pictures that I saw, uh, of like people washing tear gas out of their ah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, and, and like angry faces. Like the pictures of the event look really really messed up. Yeah, yeah, and it has me wondering. All the pictures that I've seen through history, through the civil rights movement, how much of them moments are real moments? Yeah. How many people that was down at the Washington Monument was down there because they cared about what MLK was speaking? And who was down there because, nigga, this is where everybody else at. 
Yeah. How many people who we've given credit to for fighting the great fight just had a really good picture? Yeah. I'm a f I take pictures of shit that look really dope. Yeah. Um I take pictures of niggas in the podcast while they doing their podcast. It looked like look they hard as shit. Yeah. And I can they put that shit in they tell their grandkids that yo, you know, I had a successful uh, podcast back in the day. <laughs> I was in all type of magazine. Like I don't I wonder how how much of that shit is true. Yeah. I marched with Dr. King. You know what? When I was down at um last Mike Brown impacted me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I went down to those protests at Mike Brown shit. A bunch of photographers and videographers out there. If a picture shows up with me thirty years from now, standing next to somebody who I didn't even know was important that day, and I'm like, "Yo, I marched with this nigga." Yeah, I'm telling the truth. I was right next to him. You was <laughs> no clue that he was gonna be who he became, nigga. But I was with him though. I just wonder how many of the 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 famous photos are like really what we thought we were seeing. You watch um uh, uh, hot ones. Yep. Yep. I love one of the, one of those questions is like explain this photo, explain this gram. Yeah, they'll take a picture from the from the, from the Instagram and say, "Tell me what, tell me about this picture." Yeah, I wish I can do that with like some of the classic some of them pictures, yeah. not just from civil rights. I'm like just in history, just from whenever. Yeah, like I wonder what happened right before and right after this picture. Yeah, there were some. Uh, there were some them photos you was talking about of people people getting a. Uh, uh, spray pepper spray rinsed out of their eyes like some of them and i it was one black photographer whose name i'm blanking on right now but his pictures were so fucking beautiful of these like tragic moments dog and he was like literally you could i've never seen a, a black person more on the front lines of something that was uh potentially 100 racist yeah <laughs> um but dog got some flicks and they i was like job. bro yeah like i i follow a lot of photographers mm -hmm. on on the gram on youtube and I, and twitter and i'm hearing them stories like link i work for the for the for the new york post like i'm out there taking pictures because i'm a photojournalist whether i want to be here or not and they was running up on people snatching they um snatching they the press pass and shit saying yeah. oh nigga you you really uh whoever their enemies is or whatever and like I'm just here to take pictures. Fam. Literally, I'm not. I have. I literally don't care what y'all doing right now. I'm just trying to get dope shit. This on camera. is for whoever I sell it to. It's for my portfolio. It's for whatever. Nigga. Hurt my heart when I seen them destroy some of them cameras, dog. Yeah, and stands. I'm like, nigga, put that nigga in jail. Nigga, that <laughs> fucking shit cost twenty thousand dollars. Before we get off of this, I do got a letter from the uh, from the homie. Um, um, Rob and uh, Rob Silva he sent us two letters one was in response to what we asked him on the pod last week um, with the uh, power review but his other one was uh, in response to what I wrote about the events at the Capitol and um, yeah I want to play that before we get off the topic Rob what up what's up fellas and I was so proud of that post of white privilege you posted all over social media it hit home it hit home and it was on point and on the money. As a child, my father used to always tell me when it comes to listening to the radio, watching the news on television and reading newspapers to take what the white middle class media said with a grain of salt because they have an agenda. They're agents of the establishment. Their job is to prove that these stereotypes of our people are accurate when it's all made up. 
I love you two brothers with your podcasting because that has that has been missing from terrestrial radio and 24-hour talk shows both television and radio the lack of proud and insightful black voices I want to commend you brothers I haven't listened to to Jay's shop talk Jay and Dame shop talk from yesterday yet because I had just finished catching up with the other shows but I'm sure that was explosive Jay and Ant keep telling us the truth keep bringing out the truth because the white middle age media all they want to do is bring us down and have us fight amongst each other and criticize great leaders like Louis Farrakhan and Minister Khaled they rip these guys even though they they always spoke truth to power uh, huge fan of Brother Khaled and I've been following his teachings since a little boy if he was alive I could just imagine uh, a forum with you three oh man it would be explosive anyway keep up the great work this is like the seventh time I've tried to s- record this voice note the other <laughs> six I got emotional and explosive um, I didn't want to do this with anger um, I appreciate you brothers thoroughly. Keep up the great work. Keep speaking truth to power. And um, I will answer your other questions in another voice note. But I had to send this one because I wanted to tell you brothers how proud I am of you and how you continue to give us information nobody else would dare to. Peace and blessings. Peace, Rob, man. Peace, Rob, man. As always, you are much appreciated, brother. That's the uh, the informal third member of this podcast. <laughs> and uh, we got a Blackberry letter from the informal fourth member of the pod, Macho, coming up, man. This nigga, Mach, just said, peace to the, guy, peace to the pod guys, Aunt Jay and Rob Silver. <laughs> <laughs> My dog, Mach, we about to get to that letter in a minute, bro. Um... But uh, to uh, to Rob's point, man, he, he made a point about terrestrial radio. And uh, it's funny. So I remember when I first started teaching martial arts, right, the very first class that I taught was at an elementary school in Troy. Um, I was 14, 15 maybe. And it was me, another guy I practiced with, and our sensei. So we taught at this elementary school. We were the unofficial, like, new um, after-school program for this elementary school. And our sensei used to come pick us up from our class in Ferndale and drive all the way out to Troy. It was like 22 miles or something like that. And the entire time, all he listened to was talk radio. And I used to, I remember being 14, 15, like, I'm like, man, why don't you cut this bullshit off, dog? Like, I don't want to hear, like, two or three niggas just talk. I don't want to talk, nigga. If I'm yeah. if I'm a talk, I'm gonna talk to my friends. I don't want to hear nobody just talk. But then as I got older, I could appreciate that. Um, even before podcasting became a thing, I could appreciate that because what you realize is that when you find some people with a voice and an outlet who can speak on these topics that we normally get silenced on, this is the real First Amendment right right here, right? Like, we can get on this pod and say whatever the fuck we want to say. Good or bad, right or wrong. For right now. Yeah, for right now, man. And um, I, I can appreciate the the audience and the listeners like Rob Silva who really, you know, they, they love the jokes. They love what we get into when we having fun. But they also can appreciate 
the effort and the energy that we put into these types of conversations, yeah. man, because it gets real out here and they try to silence a lot of us, but don't let them tell you you can't speak until they uh, ban you from all the socials. So this is this part concerns me with me, right, is I hate that sometimes I have to make a point because the point has to be made mm. and has to be pointed out, but it's it's almost in defense of something that I don't like. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. But like, if you don't stand up for something that's wrong, no matter, even if it's happening to somebody who you don't like, yeah, yeah, then it's like, it's all for not. Cause yeah. like we can get up here and say whatever we want to. And then we get shadow banned on Instagram. Well, you still got to watch what you say. And then we get shadow yeah. banned on Facebook because they literally are policing what people say and what people do. Yeah. I posted a, 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 yeah, they are policing what people say and what people do. So it's a fine line. Yeah. It's a, again back to that thin line I was talking about. Like our our freedom of speech as of right now. I mean, me and Jay literally have an episode of this pod called "Don't Cancel Us," um, because we said a lot of things that you might consider salacious and that certain groups might not have agreed with to the point that they might've felt offended and you can feel offended enough in a group that you can start to, what we say earlier, you can get niggas banned. Black people will end some black people career if they don't agree with them, boy. So, um, it's, it's a fine line, but again, I can appreciate people who podcast and who do what we do because that is missing from terrestrial radio. That is not, available as much anymore and you have to go to podcasters to get these sort of conversations man so salute to you rob we appreciate you brother we're gonna get to that other letter in a minute but what y'all been waiting on when y'all hear that can crack that mean your man back this week's blackberry letter comes from the guy macho Mach, what up man the unofficial fourth member of the pod Mach says, peace to the pod gods, Aunt Jay and Rob Silva. <laughs> okay, so should you have to call your parents before you stop by? Quick backstory. We go over my wife's dad's crib, unannounced. Her pop's cool with it, but his wife be tripping. She's usually loving when it comes to being there expectedly, but we notice the difference when we're invited opposed to unannounced. Her stepmom admitted she likes to have her house a certain way when guests come over. I can dig that. But bitch, this pops crib. <laughs> you just moved in. So I get her point, but she ain't treat us like this when we came by with no warning. We've been doing this long before she came along. I may feel the same when I'm old and less attractive, but what y'all think about it? <laughs> um, I'm not married. I want to throw that in there. I don't have any step parents or uh so listen, uh, man. parents in law. I don't even damn, this is a tough one, dog. Mm-hmm. Cause uh I um damn I didn't know I was gonna talk about this shit uh so I don't know because yeah. I don't but like when I go to my dad's crib my dad wife be there mm. <laughs> uh or live there um but like I'll, I'll be thinking that I think yeah. that like yo should I call cause like 
this my <laughs> like, <laughs> like this my house. Like you to 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 that nigga point like nigga, you just got here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like you just got here. Like <laughs> you just live here. Yeah, like you know I run shit here. So you just live here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's kinda one of them things where it's like so I be trying to be peaceful and diplomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like once my once this is your home, your home your domain as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean I got a key. So <laughs> I mean So uh so but I, I don't think, never want to walk in and you walking around in your unmentionables or no shit like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I think that um with one, I get that, right? Uh especially with a step parent. Like I don't want you well or yeah. That with that with that, but with a step parent or with an in law, these aren't your blood family. So I get you know, hey, I don't want you to bring Macho over here unannounced. What if my my wife was walking around in her damn drawers, nigga, or it was sexy time or some shit like that. On the flip side, I think if it's within like business hours or normal home operating hours, I think you okay. But like when you're old and retired, what's Normal operating. I mean, and here's the thing. Um, rest in peace to my grandma. She used to sleep at seven o'clock, maybe six. So I typically got at her before I pulled up because it's a good chance she might be asleep, sleep. Yeah. and I don't want to pull up. She don't answer, and then I get worried. Like, oh shit, I'm over here and now. We didn't kick their door in and shit. Like, I think that it's not a Bad habit to pull up to your parents' crib without calling, but maybe as especially when you're dealing with an in-law, like especially when just shoot the text. Like it's different if you would have grew up with them, but mm-hmm. if you're a full-blown mm-hmm. adult, when the other person after the other person will be moving, it's a little funky. That's different yeah. because like yo, nigga, I'm pulling up because I got a key, and yeah, but you know when it's somebody else's domain too. You got you be you you be respectful because yeah. of the position that they hold in either your mom or your dad's life. Yeah. So you know you 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 be respectful, but it's it's a again it's a fine line, man. Yeah. It's a fine line. Um, because what I wouldn't do, like I wouldn't pull up to my parents or anybody else's parents' house like mad late. You know what I'm saying? Like unannounced. Like I'm I not, used to though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. But like now. If my parents ain't expecting me, I'm not walking in that bitch at 2 a.m. Like, yo, what up, though? It's just me. Because when that alarm chime goes off, it could be hell in that bitch. Nigga, I don't know what my mom's just waving around in that motherfucker. Speaking of waving around, Jay just pulled the strap when he thought he heard a noise at the door. I nigga. thought somebody walked in this bitch. See, I'm walking in, un and out. Yo, much <laughs> Live on the pod. Call before you come, nigga. Oh, oh shit. I, this bitch recording, too. Oh, shit. Well, there it go, nigga. Call got, before you come. We dog. got video recording. I didn't I, know what time it was. Yo, so I got another little, uh, this is a little small tweet thread that I saw, but it's kind of funny because it goes along with this Blackberry letter. It's about dealing with your wife's family. So it says, my homeboy called me. He never calls me. So I knew something was up. He asked me if he was wrong. Here's what happened. Yes. (laughs) He said his wife's came over or his wife's family came over to his crib for Christmas. His wife cooked. He said when the food was done, his wife made her father the first plate. He had a problem with that. He voiced to me that this is his house. He pays all of the bills 
and he should get to first plate during the holidays. Not only that, he had to eat his food Christmas dinner with a spoon because she gave all the forks out to our guests. We didn't have enough forks, he said. So I ate dinner with a spoon. He told me that he talked to his wife and she said, yo, that's my father. I can't promise you'll always get to first plate. It's not a big deal. He told me that he left the house for a couple hours for the blatant disrespect. I told him he ain't wrong and to stand his ground, but do y'all agree or disagree? So they was in his house? It was in Dog's house where Dog pay all the bills. Her family came over. When dinner was ready, she made her pops the first plate, not her husband. And then gave everybody else a fork, Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner. And then gave everybody else all the forks, so Dog had to eat Christmas dinner with a spoon. They got children? It don't say. Damn, but it just said her family came over. So, um, I do. So, that I, first plate shit is a difficult. I think this a. I think quandary. I don't want. So, oh shit. Let me say. All right, I, I'll <laughs> say it like this. For me, it's a whole much to do about nothing. However, if that matters to to your mate, mm-hmm. you can't be dismissive of it. I do think that your guest should get the fucking forks because you're entertaining. Yeah, I don't want my guest to eat with a spoon. Yeah, and I would probably serve my guests first, too, because yeah. they're my guest. Also, did y'all not know that her family was coming over? Because why y'all ran out of forks? Y'all got no plasticware for Christmas? Or, like, y'all ain't pull out, like, the good amount of china? Like, Ooh, do something, nigga. We have family gatherings. It's brand new plastic Because mm-hmm. we don't want to wa- Use up nobody Fucking dishes You got Mm-mm. the whole family Now we washing dishes All night Nah Yeah And I'm the nigga To bring the plates yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing the plates <laughs> In the napkins And I bring the good ones Okay I feel like Cause you know They got that Um, it, It's all types of memes Loki, Like I spend more money On the on the, on the plates And napkins and, and forks and shit Than they do on the food That they brought and made Because I, I always buy Really nice shit Yeah you know they got all the memes like yo if you get in the car with your um with your husband and his mom do you sit in the front seat or the back or does she like all that little like scenario based bullshit that they be out here trying to divide marriages and happy homes for um this is another one of those like let me ask you a question though yeah um you riding in the whip mhm you go to pick up your mom yeah the lady sitting in the front seat your mom come out what is the ideal situation that you would like to see happen? So I get a pass. And the only reason I get this pass is because when my mom comes, that means my dad is coming. And when my dad your, your comes being injured, your dad was like, dad nah. gets the front seat. <laughs> no, your dad was like, nigga, I ain't going down there. <laughs> see, can't do that. No, but no. I, ideally, if, if, what's ideally, the ideal if situation that happened, you would like um, to see? What I would like to see is my girlfriend offer. That's it. I know my mom. My mom Loves being in the backseat She pulls her iPad out And goes to town I tell you what My yeah. ideal situation is A lady in the front seat Offers mm-hmm. to mom Say hey you want to sit in And mom say No nope. I want to sit in the back Yep That's the ideal situation yeah. Yep For me Yeah Some people Will take offense In that same situation Even if the girl offers And the reason for that is Is because This is also An elder Mm-hmm. Cause if I'm at the point where like this is somebody that you, I offer to get in the back seat when somebody, 
depends on who the friend is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, you know, that's your homegirl. You, I don't want y'all talking front and back. I sit in the back, you know what I'm saying? So y'all yeah. can have a conversation and, and chill. Yeah. It ain't like a sign of res- I don't know how we as we assign a sign of respect to it's front and back seats. Like I know back in the day when they was doing like like husband wife parental etiquette classes they probably was like make your mate the first plate or some shit i don't know because they had a memes for women too like yo you go to your boyfriend's family gathering for the fourth of july and you go to make a plate do you make his plate first or yours and his grandma grimming you and it's like yes i would want you to make my plate but like if your dad there me and gentlemen I respect my elders. I tell you what, I don't though. care if you make your dad's plate first. I bro. tell you what, though, because you still making mine. If I'm hungry as fuck, yeah, and I've been asking what time dinner done, what time dinner done. I'm hungry as fuck, and then yeah. dinner finally get done, and then yeah. you go make a plate and you give it to somebody else. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have an attitude. Well, Not because it's your dad. Yeah. it's because I've been telling your ass I'm, that hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. It's I'm situational, hungry. right? The only thing I think that I'ma say can't be done. Don't give your dad the fucking uh, chicken leg or the turkey leg. I want the big piece he of chicken. He can't get the fucking big piece of chicken or the big turkey leg. Like, no. Nah. I'll beat your dad ass he get that turkey leg. What's on the menu? Because certain shit I need to get the first dibs on. Yeah, facts. I, I want the, if it's it's this um, candy yams with the with the, the damn uh, marshmallows and shit, I want them. I want it first. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, don't go back and get it for my plate when it ain't no more marshmallows on the top. The shit didn't melt it in. I don't I'm I'm only eating peach cobbler if I get to it first. I don't like the the ran through peach cobbler. Yeah. Like I still need like the top like I don't I don't like that shit. Yeah. So I I just leaving the house though, that's it. No, I'm gonna have no temper tantrum, man. Figure out what your mate expects of you and what they expect you to treat their family like. They married? Yeah, that's her husband. Why did they never come up before? Yeah, like, this could be their first married Christmas, like, living together. You know what I'm saying? Like, living together. Like, where her family would come to his house. But you don't know that y'all get the first place. <laughs> like, why don't you know that? Oh, yeah, I, um, it's it's a wild situation. But again, me and you not married. So, till we married, our opinion don't really mean nothing in this oh, case anyway. Because we don't have no wife. I didn't been, I didn't been at the, the family dinner. At my girl crib, yeah, uh, and with her parents, and she gave me, <laughs> she made me the plate first. Fam, when I'm with my girl at her crib or my crib, and it's a dinner, I just sit there and stare at her till she make my food. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who food she make first. I'm just not making my food. I just be like, but like if I'm at, and and this is the this the, this the real thing though. So mm-hmm. if I'm at my my lady at the time crib, or her family gathering. You making my plate because I don't know these niggas, mm-hmm. right? And I don't feel comfortable just walking around making plates. And when I brought you around, my family, at a dinner, I made your plate because it's like you don't know you 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 don't uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um, you ever like freaked in and made your girl plate before she made yours, nigga? And now you get some pussy that you ain't expect. Now y'all in your parents' bathroom further into disrespect. <laughs> no, that hasn't quite happened. I made my girl I'll play the, one time, nigga. I put nigga. that on the list. I mean, I put that on the list, though. I put that on the list. I made my girl play one time. I brought that. She thought I was making mine. And I walked over there and handed her to play. She looked at me like, oh. I said, yeah, pussy got. Boom. Hey, babe. Uh, <laughs> 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 Air horns on them. All right, man. What else we got going on? I just wrote down a bunch of random shit. Also, uh, also, 
Oh yeah, it's scary vibes. <laughs> I will get yelled at, vibes. nigga. I will get yelled at. Um, salute to the guy Kevin Hart. Got a new Netflix deal. Uh, four movies, four film deal. Um, between Heartbeat Productions and Kevin Hart. Um, it looks like all four films will stream specifically under the Heartbeat Production banner. And somebody give Kevin his flowers, dog. He'll be producing and starring in all four movies exclusively on Netflix. Shout out to my dog. Kevin don't get enough fucking respect. Um, another conversation that we can have, because it's just a it's to pod for conversations about black people, man. Kevin fell into the list. He fell into the list that uh who else fell in there? Jeezy fell in there during the verses. Um Shit, Ashanti fell in there because she won't do this damn versus with Keisha Cole. Kevin Hart is in there. Uh, Cat Williams then fell in there. T.I. is in there. Kevin Hart is one of the latest casualties of black people used to love you. And then out of nowhere. We tired of you. We tired of you. We don't like you no more. We don't like you no more. It don't matter that you still doing dope shit. Tyler Perry in there. We can list that shit on and on and on. It don't matter that you dope and all the shit you doing is literally to keep black people employed. And keep your family eating for the rest of their life. Generational wealth all over this bitch. Um, we don't like you. You ain't funny. You trash. You been trash. Niggas coming out the woodwork. I told y'all in 95 that nigga wasn't funny. You know what's so funny? What's that? Name? If it's a nigga I can see who literally going to have some generational wealth, it's Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like, I think the Hart last name is going to last for a minute. I yeah. like how, because how he sets up his friends and his network, I know that you set up your children that way. I, yeah. I, I know it. Yeah, um, how he sets his friends up is so admirable, dog. Like, it's a position that I will be in one day, um, but that I'm also praying my friends will be in one day. Like, I want us all to be able to just, nigga, hey, you take this. You take that. No, nigga, I got you a car. Like, I want everybody to be set, but if they aren't, I want to be in a position that I can uh, can make sure that they are, dog. So, um, salute to Kevin Hart for that Netflix deal. Salute to the four films that he'll have coming out on Netflix. Fuck around with Kevin Hart. He probably already filming the four movies that's coming to Netflix. In addition to all the other shit that he's working on, dog. So salute that man. Give him his flowers, cause dog, when when he ain't here no more, y'all gonna be mad as shit, dog. Um, what else? Oh, did you see uh did you see them comments by Carrie Hilson that got her chewed up? In these yeah. internets, I, I want to touch on that real quick, not to go back to this Donald Trump shit, but to go back to it, because um, it was relevant to what Jay and I was just discussing. She says, this may be funny, talking about Donald Trump being suspended from the socials, but it is a little dangerous too. take Trump out of it for a minute. A democracy must include freedom of speech. Imagine other leaders or popular figures not being able to voice their own opinions if it opposes the majority of world leaders. Our freedom of speech being taken from us slowly but surely. Censorship. If the leader of the free world can be removed, imagine the same right of civilians. Imagine believing every time you read false information detected and propaganda, deceptive reports and flat out lies being only the thing or being the only thing we see. So niggas killed her on the internet. They told her she was stupid. She was a Trump. She's a Republican. She this, she that. She went crazy. And um, she she came in the comments because they was on her ass. And she said, for the record, I don't give a fuck about Trump. Me My either. post wasn't about him 
as some are purposely trying to make it. If you can comprehend, I said take Trump out of it, so don't come at me like I'm caping for Trump. I recognize why he was removed, but the wider view is scary to me. Here's some context. I brought on a broader fear because I have several influential friends who are constantly censored, silenced, and shadow banned for anything they post, even if it's a personal opinion that opposes the government and elite agenda or cooperative platforms. And they're not inciting violence. That's where I was coming from. So basically she's saying, nigga, if you get a platform and they tell you, yup, your platform too large, whatever you said might have made a nigga think something that caused him to do, we were moving you off everything. Just don't be that high. Like, be happy, A, they did something to Trump, they took away his one thing, but be cautious that that does mean they can take away your things too, nigga. Your freedoms, if the president of the United States can have a freedom removed, so can you. So they be careful. Like, if so, so that we're clear, they banned Trump. Yeah. Because he kept saying they stole the election. Yeah. So what if he believed they stole the election and had yeah. more information than we do? They banned him for that. Yeah. Um, because I know we think that he did it because he was an inciting a riot, Because, but you can't find me a tweet that shows that he incited a riot. Because yeah. that, you can't say that, right? But they, because they, they, when he said they stole the election or they're stealing the election, that's yeah. what they said was fake and false, and that's why he got banned. So if you can, if the president of a country said, hey, I think these people are stealing the election from me. Mm-hmm. Y'all will ban him. Fuck Trump. Let it be somebody else. Yeah. If Obama got up there and was like, yo, they trying to steal the election from me. When he was running his second term, was like, yo, they stealing the election. Yeah. And they banned him. Nigga, we'll be up in fucking arms. You yeah. know we will be up in arms. Oh, no. We done went off. We done went off. Now, um, so to her point. Take that nigga out of it because it ain't about him. Mm-mm. We don't like we don't fuck with him in real life. Here's the thing. Trump's a tyrant who deserves to be punished for something. Yeah. The reason he is the way he is is because he spent the majority of his life unpunished and unchallenged for everything. So anything that happens to him now, I'm not going to look at and say, oh, man, that's fucked up. But to be able to see the broader uh, perspective and say, yo, I hope this does not become a practice that they get comfortable with on the socials, right? I hope they don't immediately start saying, you know what, when niggas post some shit about politics, even if it's an opinion, if that shit's not factual, we will remove them. We will ban them for a certain amount of time. We'll give them a life ban. Like, I don't want them to use, I don't want that to become the resolution should for we, everything. Should we ban everybody who said um, there was a coup, a coup attempt and they literally tried to take over the government on Thursday, on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Cause that didn't actually happen. Cause them niggas ain't had no guns. Yeah, I've never seen a takeover without guns. Have you? No. Them no. niggas had flags and feces. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> like, no, that that feces was wild. Um, dog with the zip ties was wild. They just picked him up earlier today. That nigga looked like he was ready for a whole different. I was like, nigga, groundskeeper Willie was out there. Boy, uh, that whole shit is wild. S- you know what's probably the wildest thing about them events? Um. Is by the end of this week, early next week, we ain't gonna care no more. It's gonna be gone. That, that won't be news anymore. Um, nigga, they tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Come on, and that shit was on the news for two days. 
Like, yo, I've never seen no shit like that. Them niggas had a whole plot to put her on a boat, send her out into the middle of the fucking Lake Michigan or Lake Erie, and then leave her there, apparently. They said they wasn't going to hurt her. They just wanted her to be kidnapped and put on a boat blindfolded. Like, and that shit's no longer world news, nigga. It's not even local news, dog. Salute to, uh, to, to Gretch. A whole fucking bomb went off. Mm-hmm. At an AT&T uh, um, arena or mm-hmm. building right after they dropped off some election machines. Yeah. So it's some funny shit in the game. And yeah. if a nigga think <laughs> if a nigga think that something going on with the election, and but niggas didn't talk about that shit. In yeah. North Carolina, I mean in um I said North Carolina. <laughs> in Nashville. Yeah. That's a major American city. Yeah. Y'all niggas like uh rock and roll? I mean, or Damn. and it was downtown Nashville. Like that was dead in the middle of downtown Nashville. Like my friend who lives like in Nashville music? literally said, fam, we couldn't use our cell phones for about a week. Like a full week. She said it was like five to six days before service was back available, nigga. But you telling me that the white folks with the feces and the flags mm-hmm. are the domestic terrorists, terrorist, but the nigga who blew up a fucking building. Yeah. There's a videotape of this his, his van out there saying, hey, yo, this shit yeah. going to blow up in like 15 yeah. minutes. You yo. niggas better get the fuck on. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Literally 5, had a tape counting down. And warning people in the area, just playing loudly. Day after Christmas, had had the motherfucking uh, the the bows and the whip, like yo, why y'all still eating Christmas leftovers? A whole yeah. fucking bomb went off and blew up a fucking block. Yeah, Dame said one of his homeboys lived on that bitch. He's homeless wow. now. His loft wow. was on that street. Wow, he's homeless now. Mm. Like so, like ac- these are actual people, tangible. Mm. That we can have contact with. And nobody's talking about no one gave, No one gave a fuck. That shit goes away in a flash. That's really scary that we live in that world right now. The though. building that had the the, the... the bomb in front of it? Or the van in front of it? Yeah. The yeah. building, the AT&T building, uh-huh. is where the fucking election machines were sent to be counted. Yeah. And then that same day, that building blew the fuck up. Yeah. I don't know who that favors. Yeah. But that's strange, right? Yeah, as fuck. As fuck. And and it's not like national news. Yeah. Like, this shit just... You know what's wild? Um, So I just recently watched this movie, but there's also currently a Netflix show about it. Um, I started the Netflix show on, like, the first episode, but are you familiar with um, the Richard Jewell story from the Atlanta bombings in 96 at the Olympics? So the movie that came out about it is called Jewell. His last name, nigga. This is one of the best movies I saw last year. I forgot to watch it's it. it's the jewel. I think it's still on HBO, um, or HBO Max. Because I remember that trailer. Nigga, and- jewel was fucking phenomenal. The nigga that played Richard Jewel, I swear to God, because I was familiar with by '96. That's when I was like really old enough to give a fuck about shit, and I have family in Atlanta who I'm very close with, so that concerned me during that time. Um, so I was familiar enough with the case that I was invested back then. My nigga, this movie's so good, dog. And then they currently have a Netflix show streaming called Manhunt Deadly Games. And it's about, it's a 10 episode joint about oh, the Atlanta that. bombings. I didn't know what that was about. No. So having watched the first episode, I think we might've watched the first two episodes, me and Shorty. Um, I liked it, but I think the movie was so much more captivating to me. 
um, than the show that it feels like me watching the show feels kind of redundant. But uh, go watch Jewel and us sitting here talking about that Nashville bombing and talking about that Capitol breach and all that shit. It's just making me think of like how back then that story took over the summer, nigga, like bomb went off. The fucking first night at the Olympics in 96, like, Olympic athletes were leaving. They were like, fuck this, I'm going home, nigga. I will not be killed for my country. Like, I'm out. And if that happened right now, it'd be off the news in a week. Maybe a week and a half, nigga. Like, that That just, I thought about that when we was just talking. Like, damn, nigga, that bombing show did happen. And we ain't even talking about it no more. Motherfuckers just stormed the damn Capitol building, shit on it, uh, all that shit. We ain't going to be talking about it by the end of the week. Like, it's just crazy, dog. This We live in that 24-hour news cycle. And because of it, dog, new news comes up and it pushes all that other shit to the back. Man. The news is on 18 hours a day. Facts. Literally. Literally. Oh, uh, what else we got going on, dog? Oh, real quick, man. I sent this to Jay earlier. I posted it in the This Week in Culture Facebook group. But I do want everyone to go look at this because it is crazy. Um, After the Super Bowl next month... <laughs> When the Super Bowl goes off on CBS. Super Bowl is on CBS? Or whatever channel the fucking Super Bowl comes on, oh. it don't matter. Because on CBS, after the Super Bowl airs, the Equalizer TV show. You know, I sent that to a, a close personal friend of ours. <laughs> I knew what she was going to say. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't... Well, I wanted her to respond a certain way, mm-hmm. but she didn't. Of course she did. I she know exactly what you're saying <laughs> and how you mean it. <laughs> like, of course you did. Like, I wanted you to I wanted you to respond the way I wanted you to respond. Yeah. And she but didn't. But she did not. Damn it. Because, <laughs> of course you did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Of course you did not. The Equalizer, you can catch the trailer in This Week in Culture's Facebook group. I might post it on the uh, Instagram page, too, just to get some feedback. Because um, so far, the feedback ain't been good. Uh, the Equalizer film series how did, how did starring Denzel. Successful series of movies, by the way. Um, brought Denzel back. He on his fucking Liam Neeson shit. Oh, Denzel got a new movie dropped. The Denzel got a new movie, too. We're going to talk about all this new shit. Um... But the TV show, Equalizer, <laughs> will be starring Queen Latifah. <laughs> hey, hey, my nigga. Hey, listen. So, I, since you in the... <laughs> you in the martial arts, right? Facts. Right? <laughs> Are you familiar with this YouTube video of this old white... This white nigga who be doing the, the, the karate moves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I he, seen that earlier. <laughs> touching niggas. I niggas. literally watched that earlier And they be falling the fuck yeah. out? Yeah. That's what that look like. That's Dog. what she look like. <laughs> Queen, we love you and we respect you up here. Like, real talk. As a rapper and, like, an actress and, a, like, entrepreneur. Like, Queen Latifah got a lot of money out here. <laughs> hey, yo, this shit funny. Bro. I never thought Queen Latifah was going to be the equalizer, bro. Former CIA agent. Like, y'all's, yo. <laughs> it's like... Auntie Liza, because that's what she she somebody Auntie out here. Auntie Liza, dog. <laughs> oh shit, no, this shit look bad. That nigga said Auntie Liza, dog. What are you? Are you like some super vit? Like no, what? I'm the I'm the gang. <laughs> We gonna get canceled. We gonna get canceled. I couldn't even get it out, dog. <laughs> oh 
Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh shit. Not want to include sister bombs. Because oh, uh, we are not getting kicked oh, off the man. internet no, because I couldn't get it out. We are not getting kicked it, off the yo, internet. The Lord wouldn't let me get that out. <laughs> Holy shit So look (laughs) The fucking Auntie Liza God damn it so look, when the Super Bowl goes off next fe- next month, February, um, I want everybody to tune in to CBS for the first episode of the Get Equalizer. On Get on Twitter, please. <laughs> Follow me on um, Twitter that day, nigga. This week in culture, like, be prepared, have your popcorn ready, because I'm going the fuck off that day. The Equalizer starring Queen Latifah is coming, and it looks wild. <laughs> Yo, when I saw that, I literally said, this ain't real. <laughs> like, they recreated The Bone Collector and made it into a show, which was a great show that got canceled after one season. But, like, it was still, like, the characters were the same. <laughs> they didn't switch niggas' names up. Like, uh, I, you didn't switch genders up. Like, And it can be a woman equalizer. That's not what I'm saying. But it got to be a woman who could scrap. Dog. I'll take a series over a movie, and I like the queen. Man. <laughs> Niggas gotta quit like, That's all I'm gonna say bro People gotta quit. quit man Oh shit That was funny as fuck Um huh, What else we got going on dog Oh, oh We uh, were reviewing that shit We were reviewing oh, no. episode one Episode one of the Equalizer Will be a uh, It might be the greatest podcast of all time Fam We playing <laughs> clips We playing Queen Latifah songs I will be dropping you and I.T.Y. Every minute the, Who you, you calling the I.T.Y. <laughs> who you calling the Auntie Liza? <laughs> <laughs> who you calling it? Q U E E N. Hey, look. Who you calling it, G? Oh, shit. Who you calling Yo, it, G? There are some things that if you're not in the studio, uh, you might not see because we're very, uh, Jay and I are very demonstrative. Oh, uh, and I turned the camera off and doing shit. Though. That right there. <laughs> <laughs> Who you calling a G? Holy shit, dog. Oh, shit. oh, man, that was great. I didn't start sweating. That was fucking phenomenal, dog. All right, man. It's the Corona fault, man. I ain't drunk this damn beer in three weeks. Now. Oh, we shit. Here <laughs> calling a G. That was fucking Awesome dog, yo. Same did um, <laughs> did, did the homie send you the uh, the invite um, for um the movie for her daughter's birthday? Yeah, you going? Because <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want. Like she just texts me and I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm scared. Uh, he said there's no food, so go and play about. Yeah, no food. Uh, let me ask her. <laughs> can Shorty come? <laughs> And then I might just send Shorty to represent me. I'm scared. <laughs> I mean, it's only 20 people. It's a big it's only, Yeah. So. Oh, man. All right. He texted like we talking about you on a pie right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually saying that. Talking about <laughs> you on the pod live. <laughs> uh, just so she know. All right, man. So, look. Um, A few weeks ago, uh, the, the podcast that we recorded before New Year's Eve, Jay and I had about a 50-minute discussion about Will Smith. That was some of the best fucking conversation y'all never heard. And it's, it started... Started with him asking me a simple question. Well, it started from a tweet. Mm, mm. And somebody tweeted... Um, something on the line... I don't remember the tweet now. But something on the lines of Will Smith's... Is, 
is cool, but he's not a great actor. Mm. And then we had a conversation about, well, is Will Smith a great actor? Yeah. And yeah. Is he a great actor? Is he a good actor? Is he a like what is Will Smith, man? That's what we got into. I, so we about to bring that to you. I personally don't think he's a great actor. Yeah. I think he's a good actor and I think he's a movie star for sure. Yeah. But I haven't seen the role when I was like, God damn, this was some great act. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I haven't seen that one movie and I've definitely haven't seen it consistently yeah. over time. Yeah. But then you had. So I, I do. I, I took the uh, opposing side. I think Will Smith's a great actor. Um, but what I do think about Will Smith, and this is where Jay and I agreed, he hasn't to this point in this year taken a ton of roles that I think challenge his acting ability. Um, and I pulled up his filmography just to go through some of the joints that I think we might see some of the the better Will Smith acting in. Um, Enemy of the State was one of them. <clears throat> uh, Legend of Bagger Vance was was another one. Um, let me see. Uh, shit. Pursuit of Happiness, I thought he crushed. Pursuit of Happiness, probably the best acting you'll get from Will Smith. Thought he absolutely killed it. I Am Legend, um, those were Pursuit actually back-to-back. Back. Pursuit of Happiness was, for me, what sealed... Because I used to probably feel the same way. I probably never thought it. Um, but I, I think if you'd have asked me back in 2004, 2005, is Will Smith a great actor? I'm going to say he's a movie star. I don't know. Pursuit of Happiness changed my feelings about Will Smith. Like, I'm rarely brought to tears in a movie, even if it's about the most sad, fucked up shit ever. That nigga was acting. You think it's different? His performance is his performance, mm -hmm. no matter mm -hmm. what. Do you think it was... um? How great his his performance was was impacted by the fact that he had his actual son on the set with him. Yeah. So you can see, I can yeah. see myself not being able to perform yeah. for my son yeah. who's sitting literally right in front yeah. of me. Like if I'm acting like Chris Gardner who did this with his son homeless in the bathroom and I have my son doing Ho this, like, pretending to be homeless in the bathroom, yeah, this makes it a little more easier hit, for me to tap yeah, into it that. It hit emotion. homes a, a bit more. Um, I don't think that that didn't have an influence. Yeah. Um, I if, if I were in that position, I can imagine holding my son in that moment trying to grab on uh, or evoke the emotion that's supposed to be evoked in that moment. Yeah, I would probably be a lot better of an actor in that moment. But um, again, I, I just, uh, that for me sealed, yes, Will Smith is great. But, um, to, to again, the point that Jay and I agreed on, I think that Will Smith, for the bulk of his career, because for every one of them great performances I just put out there, I got a bunch on here that didn't really require him to do anything but be Will Smith. Just come in, be charming, be a tall, attractive-looking dude, and live your life, nigga. I need you to be normal. Yeah. I need you to do the the the, the, the basics, the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. Not bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. Cause that cause I don't want to say that because now it sounds like I'm just this discounting him and that's not it. Cause I think he's a good actor. Cause we've seen some bad acting <laughs> from one thousand percent. We yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about Mary all the time. So I mean like ugh. so when I don't realize that you're acting, so to speak. Then it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So. Hold on, real quick. This has nothing to do with nothing. Like literally, it couldn't be less fucking about what we're discussing. But sometimes the internet says some shit that's so great, you just gotta fucking disrupt everything else that was happening. Nigga posted. 
what my homegirl posted. <laughs> Niggas be three strokes in talking about this my pussy. <laughs> Calm down, Christopher Columbus. You just got here. I saw that shit earlier. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> ah! Oh, shit. What is happening on the internet today, dog? Uh. All right. Um. So another part that kind of came up, it was funny. You and I had that conversation. And then, like, the next week, niggas posted something I knew, but I hadn't thought about it. And it reminded me. Um, Will Smith slated to play Nikki Barnes in a film. And yeah. it's like... Is that actually happening? Who the fuck knows? I feel like I've been hearing about that for years, but it got me to thinking, can Will Smith pull off Nikki Barnes? I hope so. He and and literally when Jay and I had this conversation, it ended on he gotta take one of these type of roles. Uh, what we were talking about with Felicia Rashad earlier and um uh black black box black box and, and the Tyler Perry joint, you gotta go against type sometimes. We know Will Smith is the the charmer. We know he's funny. We know he's charismatic. We know he can do an action film. Great. And we know that the movies he got in, mm-hmm. which weren't like bad, well, not all of them at least, um, he had a specific formula and he went for the money. Yeah. Like, fuck the- He was one of the first $20 million men, dude. Um, $20 million per film when you bring it in. Hundreds of millions for the majority of your films. Like, yeah, you might have had a couple busts in there. And that's just off the box That's office. box office. Forget the DVD sales. Forget the toys. The, yeah. Forget the music. My nigga had soundtrack number one singles. And nigga. forget the different countries. Because that's just America. Oh, man. They love them overseas, dog. So just over here, he was uber successful in his films. But um, when you start thinking about... Can you act? It's like, yo, all right, clearly Denzel is one of the greatest actors alive, right? Clearly Denzel had way better performances than Training Day. Way more Oscar-worthy winning performances than Training Day. But he won Training Day, not because it required him to do this fucking phenomenal acting job. He went against type. It was a serious movie where he had to do some acting. He still had to be good, and he couldn't be corny. Um, and he had to grow a fade, but he went against type. This was not the Denzel that we're used to seeing. This wasn't Denzel and X, wasn't Mississippi Masala, wasn't Out of Time, wasn't none of them good-ass movies that we enjoyed him in. It was, yo, this is like bad boy Denzel. I kind of liked it. It was a movie that we talked about on the pod, on mm-hmm. the shop talk, and I was like, I might have to slide that into my, I know mm. we talked about Antoine Fisher. Antoine Fisher, yep. And, um... Uh, the little kid needed a heart John Q John Q But it was yep. another movie That Damon mentioned I was like yo That shit was like That shit was heavy And Fences Fences One um, of the Probably Denzel's best work um, My favorite I, I, I just think that He was phenomenal in it Um, I think that And again A lot of people Didn't like Fences couldn't get with the play format and that, you know. I think it may have been Antoine Fisher then. Maybe okay. that, maybe that's what it, maybe that was the third one I mentioned. And salute to the guy Derek Luke, man, for holding his own in that, dog. Um, so let me see. I'm going to this filmography. <sighs> Cause I, I really want to go through some of these joints, right? So Denzel been doing this shit since forever. Started fucking early eighties. Um, we got Mo Better Blues, Glory. <clears throat> he was in a movie called Heart Condition. Yeah, I think never I, heard of that one. I saw it on his filmography. Ricochet, one of my personal Denzel faves. It was just a good ass movie. Um, Malcolm X, Much Ado About Nothing, The Pelican Brief. Nigga followed up The Pelican Brief with Philadelphia. 
Followed up Philadelphia with Crimson Tide. Followed that up with Devil in a Blue Dress, Courage Under Fire, The Preacher's Wife, Fallen. He got game. Fallen was a great movie, dog. People forget about Fallen. Ooh, Fallen was, was really shit. Fallen was cold. Um, he got game. So I recently watched He Could Got be a Game. Part two. Could be. Um, He Got Game was on TV a few days ago and I watched it. And I said, This is something we might have to go ahead and do a throwback on. Um, that was an excellent movie. And it touched on a lot of shit that back then was like taboo, but today is normal. Um, with the high school to college and where you going and da da da, like even with these college kids having to go for a year at least for now, um, to go play basketball, like that's still a thing. Like yeah, I right, you gonna go to Duke for a year? That's cool. You going to MSU for a year? That's cool. But nigga, what years you want? What years you gonna be eligible? You know who you gonna get drafted by? You don't want to go there. Like it, it was just it was a good movie with a lot of shit in there. But he had he got game. He had the siege. Had the bone collector, which I think he killed. Hurricane. Another one, like, Remember the Titans, Training Day. This nigga was on a run. These is all back-to-back. Remember the Titans, Training Day, John Q, Antoine Fisher, Out of Time, Man on Fire. My personal favorite Denzel movie, The Manchurian Candidate. Nigga. Come on, dog. Oh, that shit was good. And then my second personal Denzel movie of all time, Inside Man. Then Deja Vu, then American Gangsters, then The Great Debaters, then Taking of Pelham One Two Three for American Gangster. Um, I know he got nominated for playing Frank. because I, I think he acted better in American Gangster than he did in Training Day. One thousand percent. Let me see. Uh, let me go to reception. Critical response. I know he got nom. Him and Russell Crowe got nominated. I don't know if they won though. Uh, do 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 accolades. So, nope, they did not win. Um, He was nominated for Best Actor. Ridley Scott got nominated for Best Director. And they got nominated for Best Motion Picture, but they did not win. Um, Ruby D also got nominated for Best Supporting Actress. She did not win. Rest in peace to the guy, Ruby D. Um, To the legend, Ruby D. Uh, yeah, that was... And, and we don't need to go through Denzel's whole filmography, but that string of movies in there... I didn't name one bust. I didn't name one weak performance. I didn't name one film where it was like, and Denzel kind of, he kind of mailed that in, dog. And if you picking your movies very specifically, yeah, you shouldn't have bust. Yeah. And, and that's the difference. And that's why I said I can't call Will Smith a great actor because I use ratings like seriously, right? Yeah. I know we joke around with the buffs and all this yeah, shit, yeah. but like if Denzel is great, you can't be on the same level as Denzel. Yeah. If yeah. that if Denzel's a 10, you gotta at the your, your best that you can possibly ever do mm-hmm. is probably an eight. Mm-hmm. If Denzel a 10. And I'm not saying that you only two steps under Denzel because you're probably not in real life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like And so we we talked about this a little bit, but I gave it some more thought. Um if we could do a Mount Rushmore. Take race out of it. Hell, take gender out of it. Um, and I don't want to take gender out of it because that makes it like difficult to do four. Yeah. Um, but actors, not actresses. And we can do an actresses too. Shout out to y'all. Um, but actors, who would you say? Just off Let's top, not black. thinking Let's about a top four. You want to go black actors? Yeah. Okay, black actors, we can remove gender because now I feel like we have a a strong enough yeah. group that we can whittle it to four. So if we go black actors, 
Denzel's making it. Denzel's on there. Denzel's probably the best one up there. Um, Mount Rushmore for sure. Damn, this is difficult for me. It's difficult as hell. Because there are some people who are great actors who aren't stars. Stars. Because like we had a conversation like yeah. um, Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. He's a phenomenal actor. One of the goats. But like it, it's hard for me to the say. The material. It's hard for me to say. Hasn't that, been there. Yeah. Because like the acting and how great the movie was and your role is two different things. I can kill the shit out of a the role of uncle. And you didn't like the movie, yeah. But like I can't, like so it's tough, yeah. Um, and so then that was I'm glad you said that because that was another point that I was discussing with you was you know yes there are some Jeffrey Wrights, some Giancarlo Espositos, um, some people who have literally dominated in their field for decades. Some of the greatest actors in television and film that we've ever seen. But in small roles, like Delroy Lindo, Delroy Lindo, he's, he's probably, great in everything. He's he's played everything from 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 father to yeah. cop to preacher to yeah. gangbanger to like. And the whole time he was from London, and we didn't know. Not at all. Had not a fucking clue. Thought this nigga was from Jamaica, Queens, nigga. Um, but then it's like I right, when going back to Will Smith, if those guys are great. Because I do think those are great actors. It's like, but y'all haven't had the success. Not that y'all couldn't have had the success. Monetary but I, success. Monetary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all have y'all have worked consistently for decades. That's successful as hell. But monetarily, but not just monetarily, oh, box right? Box office success. Box office That's success. Um, but even to not even just to the point of box office success, these aren't household names. Some of them are black famous. Like when we see their face, you know them. Like Delroy Lindo, super black famous. I don't know a lot of people who know that's Delroy Lindo when they see him, though. You know, they like, that's dog from, uh... But to be a Will Smith... Giancarlo Esposito, you've yeah. seen him in every... Giancarlo Esposito has literally been in every black and or white film or show you've ever seen. And or Hispanic. And or Hispanic. <laughs> like, and he's he's a Spike Lee favorite since forever. He was in Fresh. He was in fucking uh, Breaking Bad. Like, he's in Better Call Saul. Like, literally, he's in everything. And he's one of the best and most known uh, ethnic actors. Um, and actors, period. Like, when you see him, you know his face. And he's a great actor. But it's like, yo, if you haven't done what a Will Smith has done, like, you haven't held a whole film. Not fuck the box office. We can remove box office from it. You ain't been the lead in 30 plus films, nigga. You've been in 30 plus films, but you ain't let them. That goes into the calculation for greatness for me. Because for some reason, you weren't the guy. I don't know what the reason was. And then you got to think like, okay, well, fuck it. You are great in movies. Mm -hmm. I'm great. In television. Also a fact. Because it's some niggas that can't be touched in television. Man, man. It's some niggas who literally, their career don't translate from television to movies. Brian Cranston has been in some bad movies. That but oh boy, his legend is... Have you started, Your Honor? I'm, uh, I'm caught up. You caught up. I watched Six episodes, fam. You know what I think this show is? My God. I think this show is Breaking Bad. Fam, it's Breaking Bad in New Orleans. And what's so funny is, like, I thought about that today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nigga, this is Breaking Bad. And I forgot that he was Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because, like, like, where where did you get this? 
Like when did you decide to do this? This show has just captivated my motherfucking I Sunday think night. Last dog. night's episode made me think, oh, 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 nigga, that's some Breaking Bad type. Because shit. now it's at the point where you was trying to do something for your family, just like Breaking Bad, trying to do something for your family, a little bit for yourself too, um, your reputation, and you did some stupid shit, and you got caught up in something, and just like in Breaking Bad, once you got caught up in it. You kept it going and 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 you kept it going to the point that now it's literally become who you are. And now you having a question, are you the good man that you started out as? When you first started doing whatever you doing, you was a good man. Now your morality is coming to play. Your fucking everything's a question now, dog. Uh oh boy. Uh Chalky, not Chalky. Well shit. Fucking Chalky White. Chalky White, nigga. Great actor. Y'all know who we mean? Omar. Nucky Thompson. Mm-hmm. Great fucking actor, dog. Nucky's phenomenal in everything he's I ever been in. No, Bashimi. Steve yeah, yeah, Bashimi. Steve Bashimi. Um, fam, go watch uh uh Reservoir Dogs. Just go check it out for five minutes. Tell me who stands out in that motherfucker. In a in a movie among movies. Like Reservoir Dogs hold up against any fucking gangster film, any film you've ever seen. Go tell me who stands out. Steve Bashimi will be one of them, dude. Um, these are great television act they're great actors. Man, I wanna be I, I can't wait. To be paid to watch good movies, man. Boy, I can't wait to be paid to watch shitty ones. And I, I don't ever want it to feel like, oh, I got to watch another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really do enjoy watching movies. Yeah. And good movies. So speaking of that, so um, the movie Sylvie's Love, when that came out, right? Like I had the, the Amazon Prime access to watch it early, whatever. I have the same for uh, One Night in Miami. Um, okay. I have a I have an access code to watch that tomorrow. I'm going to wait. Because I have some uh, some other obligations tomorrow, so I'm gonna watch it Friday when it's available. But I thought that because like two weeks ago, a few film people who I follow were posting, just got my copy, my digital copy of One Night in Miami, about to watch now. Like I saw a few people post like the little I received my kit, and it was like popcorn and a drink and this and that and some other little like merch, and I was like, damn, I can't wait till me and Jay get that shit. When people start saying, yo, we want you to see this weeks, months in advance. We want y'all to give y'all opinion and drive the traffic to our film. nigga. Like, we don't just want y'all to tell us if it's good or bad. We review or we respect y'all review so much that we want y'all driving this energy toward our film. nigga. Yeah. Like, And with One Night in Miami, I was like, damn, dog. When I saw niggas uh, watching it a couple weeks ago, a couple directors and people I follow, I was like, damn, dog. When me and Jay get that access... When we get some shit weeks before it's available, months before it's available, oh, it's going to be a different game, dog. Even we don't got to get paid. You ain't got to pay us to do that. This is something I enjoy. They say find something you will do, uh, find something you love, whether you get paid or not, whatever yeah, the fucking. Some, find something you would do for free. For free, dog, and, and that's something you love, man. And, and it's add tax. Yeah, <laughs> fam, because we love what we do, dog, and the perks that come with it are phenomenal. We didn't gain new friends. We didn't gain new networks. We've gained some money. We've gotten some money. I owe you some bread, by the way. Um, But remove all of that shit, and we still enjoy watching these films and watching these actors go in there and do their craft, man. When you think about somebody like, um, like uh, what's Omar's real name? God damn, dog. Um, Michael K. Williams. Yeah. When you think about a Michael K. Williams and you think about Boardwalk Empire and The Wire and The Night Of um, and uh, what just went off Lovecraft and you think about all these films where, fam, that Tulsa episode of Lovecraft, that nigga acted 
that was different, dog. Chalky White was Chalky White was man. a different character. Like this ain't just one season of being this person. Omar wasn't one season out of wire. Like he carried and these Jeffrey shows. Right was at on some that point. bitch. Jeffrey White's man. That's that's somebody who deserves their flowers. And he kills that. Do we got something up with HBO? Because HBO, if they if a successful, I think both of them do. If it's successful show, both them niggas is, is yeah. gonna be around it. Like, and that's it's it's just wonderful to watch them go in there and do their thing consistently, no matter what the project is, no matter what the genre is. And kind of going back to what we were saying about Will Smith, I think Will Smith's greatness has only been unlocked a couple of times. And in a career that spanned as long as his, it's natural to think. 30 years. Yeah, you're talking 30 years. It's natural to think or to even question, is this nigga a great actor? Because when there's only one Pursuit of Happiness, there was only one I Am Legend, there was only one Enemy of the State. And, and, there, was got, only, and, and there was only one, why you don't want me, man? The episode of Will Smith. Because that's great. Or, that's great acting. Like the way he keyed into that, 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 Scene, you got to push phenomenal. Yourself. So I mean, we saw on the special, right, on the part when they was talking about Uncle Phil, and he said, "Yo, like they ended that, and Uncle Phil told him, nigga, that's acting, dog. That's acting. What you did right there, fam. We've been filming this show for five years prior to this episode, but what you just did in that moment, that's acting. that's what I've been waiting for you to pull out. And it's kind of funny because that's what I'm saying. I know he's great." I don't think he's pulled it out enough. I know you got the potential to be great. I, I don't think you've pulled it out enough to jump in there with that pantheon. So let's go back to that because I'm curious what we come up with uh, that that Mount Rushmore of black actors, right? So Denzel, unanimous. I got him up there. Um, we got him up there. I think Viola goes up there. Yeah. I have zero problem putting Viola up there. Um, I and if I know Viola got the memes and y'all laugh to snod and whoop whoop whoop. That's fun. Viola has a whole Academy Award for being on screen for approximately eight minutes in a film. I just want y'all to know that. She was in a two-hour film for eight minutes. Um, the movie was, it's a joint with Philip Seymour Hoffman and, uh, hold up, let me, it's called Doubt. Doubt is the name of the movie. It's about a priest who molested a kid and got accused of it and, and the nun, the mom, Viola Davis was the mom of one of the children he was accused of molesting. She was in that film for a total of about eight minutes. Easiest, best supporting actress Oscar ever given out, dog. She killed it, bro. I don't know if this name goes on the Mount Rushmore, but, but I just want to make sure his name goes on here. But it's up there. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is, man. Like he's, like whether it's television, yeah, because I count like Showtime and, and yeah. shit like that on TV as yep. TV. Whether it's sitcom, yeah. whether it's movies, yep. Hotel Rwanda, mm -hmm. like Don Cheeto has excelled in everything, and he's a phenomenal actor, Oscar and Emmy nominated. Um, been in everything from comedy shit. Nigga was on Fresh Prince. Been in comedies, been in serious films. Golden Girls, shit. Been on fucking Golden Girls. Was in Hotel Rwanda, so that's kind of, um, you know how hard it is to pull off an accent didn't from a country James, you're not from? Uh, uh, didn't did he do the... Uh, yes, um, 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 fucking jazz dude. Uh, Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Played Miles Davis. Um, Phenomenal movie. Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle, so good. Y'all ain't even peep that he stole Terrence Howard role in Iron Man. Y'all ain't even peep. Y'all just thought Terrence Howard was never in it, and Don Cheadle been in it the whole time. Whole time, this nigga became a Marvel character. 
He didn't even start out in this shit. It was Terrence Howard's, and Terrence Howard apparently got greedy because of the success of fucking Iron Man 1. My nigga, this is a long game, fam. You should have took the long money. Fam, take the long money. They gave you what they gave you for one. He had no cool. idea what Marvel was going to be, though. But you kind of had to know, nigga. Like, he didn't know. That's wild. I didn't know. His agent that, ain't do his homework. Because, like, Marvel in 2021? Yeah. And Marvel in 2007? Mm-hmm. It's different. Completely different. Like, who knew that it was going to be a Disney channel? But happened? Terrence Howard, you literally missed by one movie. All you had to do was not complain before the second film. He ja ruled it. Oh, man. And he ja, missed it. Ja Rule was the uh, in Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And tried and to- got, You tried to uh, bully your way into some more money and got- Pushed out of a franchise. Shit, Corrupt was in the first one, wasn't he? Yep. Drive one of them whole-ass cars. Um, And you got to play the long game. Tyrese played the long game. And now look at him, nigga. <laughs> got paid. Let's think of who, who's another. Oh, uh, more Mount Rushmore's. That's hard, dog. I really want to put Jeffrey. Uh, Jeffrey Wright up there? Because, like. I wouldn't be mad. Like, who we putting over? He's a great actor, dog. Um, I'm trying to. Well, all right. So, I got to go back. And I got him. Because just like with music, right, you got to throw one of them legends in there. One of them niggas who we ain't even fucking as familiar with all they work, but our parents would tell you, yeah, he was that guy. I'm going to throw Sidney Poitier in there, man. Sidney Poitier got to go in there because Sidney Poitier was, he was that guy before anybody was that guy. He was one of the most famous black actors ever. Okay, I got a name. Who that? Well, let me ask you, what do we think about Morgan Freeman? Morgan Freeman's... Here's how I feel about Morgan Freeman. Real shit. Morgan Freeman's a goat, but his goatness, like, it goes so far beyond acting to me. Like, I'm just, Morgan Freeman can literally do anything he wants. I think Morgan Freeman's a fucking, uh, like, angel on earth. <laughs> that nigga won't die. He won't nothing. Like, Morgan Freeman is here for the long run. That nigga can, uh, can do a voiceover for anything and make it sound like the greatest shit on earth. James Earl Jones, if we talk Ooh, about some, some goat, some, James Earl Jones could go in a goat. Um, low key, I really could stop it right there with Denzel, James Earl, Viola, and Sidney Poitier. I give them right. I stop right there and be happy with them four black actors. You got Jeffrey Wright up there. I'm not mad at that because Jeffrey Wright's that great. Jeffrey Wright made the Samuel L. Jackson Shaft movie good, nigga. Where does uh, where does um, oh, where did where does Danny Glover feel? Because like Danny Glover, and if we be honest, was before our time. Facts. We got the older version yeah. of Danny, who still did good, mm -hmm. right? But we, I didn't grow up watching his movies. He probably been in a bunch of shit that I've, you know. Yeah. Uh, Danny Glover's a good actor. I don't know that Danny Glover like registers. Yeah, I get for it. me. Um, it's it's some about Danny Glover that. You know who has, because here's the thing. We talking Mount Rushmore. We talking four people, but clearly it's our Mount it's Rushmore. We can, we can do whatever the fuck we want. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't Danny it, Glover. On the yeah, yeah, Danny Glover ain't Mount Rushmore. But you know who I'm going to say has potential to really get on this Mount Rushmore? Like, really? I don't know what he's been doing. We ain't seen him in shit for real. I know he was recently in something uh, animated joint. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, I mean, I, I really don't have enough to say about how talented I think he is. Um, Randomly yesterday, because uh, I was up since 3 o'clock in the morning. First album was a classic, night, by the way. 
Second album, you mean? <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That first one ain't do much. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that first was a cassette. Yeah, that, that facts. cassette tape. Cassette tape. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was randomly on some Jamie Foxx YouTube shit, and while he was doing his uh comedy slash um piano shit, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this nigga mm-hmm. is really dope. Then I had to think to myself. Everybody always be like, yo, he's so talented. He's so talented. And then I actually had to count the things that he does really well. Yeah. And I was like, I guess you do got to give it to him so because I, you are a really good actor. Yep. You, you are a really good singer. Facts. You are a really good comedian. Facts. And you are a really good piano player. Facts. Like, if I just stopped at those four. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, to excel at. Not to know how to do. You can know how to do. You can go up there and know how to play chopsticks on a piano and live your motherfucking life. Oh, this not this not Mount Rushmore. Okay, but where do we put Cuba Good Cuba Gooden Jr. Because yeah. who's at the top of my screen right now? Because Cuba 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 is fucking amazing. I mean, now if he's been before he got weird and wild and start fucking with them drugs and white women, um, Cuba was that nigga. He got a lot of shit under his belt, and he has a lot of range. That's, again, going back to the Will Smith part of this convo, the range is what I want. I want to see Will do shit that challenges him because I know he can do it. When they ask you to do Pursuit of Happiness and you go be a poor dad, you ain't been a poor dad. Your whole life, you have since you've been a dad, you didn't have bread. They tell you to go be a poor dad, you went and did it phenomenally. Cuba has range, nigga. Like, come on, dog. Everything from trade to radio, nigga. Like, come on, dog. But Cuba got some duds under his belt, too. So that's where his his Mount Rushmoreness gets taken away. Radio was good. Radio what's was the, good as hell. Uh, oh shit! What's the Hold shit up. with the when he was when he had the fucked up leg uh, with him and Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro, um, where he was under under Gold, in the water. We have some Anchor. Medal of Honor or some yeah, shit or yeah. Men of Honor. Men of Honor, phenomenal movie. Come on, man! It actually stressed me out. That movie stressed me out. Yo, I just got another Mount Rushmore. I need to know how I ain't come here first. Lawrence Fishburne. I was gonna ask. Lawrence Fishburne is on my Mount Rushmore, dog. I was gonna ask. My nigga's great, and I like from Sesame Street to like, come on, Cornbread Earl and me to motherfucking nigga. I was Morpheus, <laughs> nigga. I was tra- Furious Styles is one of the best performances ever. What he did with Ike Turner, people think that's Ike Turner. They don't even post Ike Turner memes. They post fucking Lawrence Fishburne memes. And what's so funny is all of the. Only thing that people know about Ike Turner came from that movie. So yeah, his family doesn't agree to the point that uh, they will tell you Ike Turner's career got ruined by that movie. Like he did a lot after Tina Turner, but that movie fucked him in ninety three. Because I don't know what happened. Like I don't know if he used to beat her like that. Yeah, but in that movie he did, so it's true. And that became true. Um, he friends with Judge Joe Brown. Judge Joe Brown said that nigga not like that man. They yeah. did. A, they did a number on him and his in his his character. Another great actor who wouldn't be Mount Rushmore, but you can't deny his greatness, Charles Dutton. Nigga, Charles that was Dutton. he was on my next. Charles Dutton. He don't got like a whole bunch of The catalog ain't there. Yeah. The catalog ain't there. The story's there, though. But Rock- Did you ever see his one-man play? No. Nah. It was on YouTube. I don't know if it's still there, but I watched this a couple years ago. It's literally one of the most, like, it's just brilliant, dog. Like, it's, it's similar to the Mike Tyson one where I'm getting up there and I'm telling you about my life. And I'm doing it for an hour and a half. And I'm captivating you from the first word I say to the last one. Courtney B. Vance. Courtney B. Vance is great. Detroit Again, Zone. he another one where 
the material. He is he excelled in in, in Law and Order on TV for man, a long time. Vance is that guy, man. Um, hey, he's real life a goat. He's the second black actor to get a fucking Oscar. Lou Gossett Jr. Mm. That's a real great actor right there. And salute to Lou Gossett. He in the hospital with COVID, man. He been in there for two weeks. Y'all down in Atlanta fooling around, and y'all done threw the COVID up toward Lou Gossett. I don't like that shit. Uh, Where we ranking Terrence Howard? I don't think Terrence Howard's a good actor. You don't? I think he's an okay. I think he's had some roles that fit him perfectly. Like, his role in The Best Man fits Terrence. Like, I feel like that's Terrence Howard. When he walking around Earth, nigga. What about Wesley? You know Wesley, one of my favorites, dog. Um, I think where disappearing acts. I think fam disappearing acts literally made me cry like ten times, and it made me go get Donny Hathaway on vinyl. Cause bitch, how else I'm gonna listen to Donny Hathaway ever again? Yo, if we venture out of black mm-hmm. and just talk about actors and acting. Yeah, and uh, Leo, one of the goats, dog. Fam. Leo needs every flower since he was a child, though. Like, like he been that nigga since he was a child. Nigga yeah. had the emotions pouring on growing pains, fam. What growing that? pains, fucking uh, uh, dead poet society. Like, stop playing with Leonardo DiCaprio, man. That boy right. can act. The boy, he need like that boy can act. Yeah, y'all, he y'all, y'all better leave Leo alone. He's he deserves all the supermodels he gets. Yeah, no, and all the bread. And he can come out with a movie every fucking ten years. Uh, the Revenant was only five bucks. If I, I posted that shit on um, the Revenant was great. What's your favorite Leo movie? For different like acting, I don't know. Cause Leo movie, Shutter Island, mm. and because uh, he be doing them three hour mind fuck movies that I'd be like, yo, yeah. But Shutter Island got me like even that though to be able to do those long form films. And captivate niggas for that whole two to three hours. Like, that's a lot of time. Catch dog. me if you can. The Revenant, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Like, he got my a- favorite. I said Dead Poet Society, pardon me, Basketball Diaries. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, if, yeah. You, if y'all saw that, that was young Leo. He was a teenager. This is like 94, 95. Nigga was phenomenal. He was drugged out. Nigga was, he was great in that movie. My favorite Leo movie, though, The Departed. The Departed. Oh, that shit was fucking amazing. That's one of my top six movies ever, dog. I felt like that movie was fucking insane. What's the Don Cheeto and um and Wesley joint? Brooklyn, Brooklyn's Finest. I felt that that yep. was like a black version of, of the Brooklyn. Departed. I see that. I see that. Yep. And also, Brooklyn's Finest is underrated as fuck. Yeah. I just want to throw that in there. Um, I bought that shit for like five bucks on the Apple shit too. Yeah, yeah. I actually. I own the DVD, but I need to buy the Apple TV version of that. Um, what else is great? What else is or who else is great? Pardon me. Like now I'm thinking white or black. Yo, another great actor, but clearly the catalog ain't there. Um, but his performances have been great in everything. Glenn Plummer. You know Glenn Plummer. You wanna know where you know Glenn Plummer from, nigga? Um South Central. OG Bobby Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Plummer is great. And fam, he was in Menace for all of three minutes. Go with Ronnie, man. Damn near the second most powerful three minutes of the film outside of Charles S. Dutton. Uh, Day on the Hunt and You the Pro. Like, come on, dog. How you feel about Forrest Whitaker? I love Forrest Whitaker acting, dog. I really do. 
Yeah. Um, we haven't mentioned Sam Jackson. Yeah. Um, who was like, I mean, if we're doing a Mount Rushmore, he got to go on there. Yeah. Like, you got to go. You got to go. But he yeah. on there like, you put up a lot of numbers. I don't know that I've seen like the greatest acting from 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 Sam Jackson, but he's so consistent. Yeah. Where, like, come on, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I killed him, and goddamn it, I do it again. Sam Samuel's great at what Samuel does. Um. I hate the word typecast because I feel like it's. It's a natural negative connotation to it. But Samuel, his typecasting as that loud black guy, it's like, yo, yeah, he has been that in a lot of films, but sometimes when it calls for him to do that, like, it's great. And that might be the only reason I'm even interested in this film. But then when you take that away and you just let him act, fam, he played Gator in Jungle Fever. Like, it's one of the most impactful crackheads in the history of crackheads. Like, he killed it, dog. Uh, uh, just giving flowers, not Mountain Rushmore or no shit like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think Most Def is a phenomenal actor. Most man. Def's potential is, it's not there because of the work just yet, but the potential is Jamie Foxx esque. Like you're so talented, dog. As you continue to work, what the Lord woo! has made. Wasn't that the name of the movie he did on HBO? Yeah, the Heart Surgeon. Yeah. Um. 16 blocks mm. um the italian mm. job yeah um little shit here and there. like most def is a phenomenal actor like yeah. for for me yeah 16 the best, blocks was great the best rapper turned, turned actor, actor is his is 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 most def by far not as far as like blockbuster yeah, yeah, i'm talking about the art and the skill of acting you got ice cube who got way more movies and ice t has been employed for 30 yeah. fucking years on so it, will smith ll nigga so there are bigger rapper turn actors but actual acting ability yeah i could see most stuff right there hell if we didn't just clown her i might have threw queen latifah in there because queen latifah has been a part of some really really like dope projects what's the role uh, you thought that she killed um what was the HBO joint? Hold on. Hold on. I got to pull that up. Well, obviously, she killed Set It Off. Like, I thought that was great. I just thought she did a, a great fucking job in that movie. Um, Even though, upon rewatching Set It Off, like... Not that good of a movie. Not... It, it wasn't that great, greatly acted, but on Queen specifically, she didn't say a lot. Like, Queen was like a kind of a side character. Like, she was... B character in the greatest sense. Like she didn't have a ton of roles in that movie. Shout out to Alan Payne. Cause that nigga, Alan Payne's phenomenal dog. He's a good actor. Alan Payne's phenomenal. He's phenomenal in bad movies. Yeah. Which takes a skill. Nigga. You can't just pull that off. Um, Shit, Jada Pinkin was hot for a minute. Best, until she, until she married Will and, and took the wife role. She was in her bag. Bessie is the movie that I was thinking about for Queen Latifah. She did like wonderful in that. She was also really good in Chicago and I don't like musicals, but she killed Chicago. She killed Bone Collector. Like Queen Latifah got some shit under her belt for show. Um, this Equalizer show though, I'm just going, you know, that's going to do what it do. Um, Oh shit. I forgot. Queen Latifah was in Jungle Fever. 
And brown sugar. Yeah, Queen Latifah is my nigga, man. But to your point about just straight acting ability, I think Mostef is captivating his shit in damn near everything he does, even though he doesn't do it. Even a lot. the comedy shit. Because yeah. most definitely some talented motherfucker. Facts. From Facts. rapping to acting. I mean, in Brown comedy. Sugar, that nigga was literally hilarious with like one liners, nigga, and we was cracking up. Though. I mean, with the, him and Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. like, most definitely a funny ass. But then nigga. he went and played Chuck Berry and killed. Killed. I forgot. Went and played Chuck Berry and killed, dog. Like, come on, man. Yeah, most def is that guy, dog. All right, man. We giving niggas flowers, bro. (sighs) So these is a couple niggas who I feel like the greatness is there, but they haven't done enough. Um, Makai Pfeiffer and Lorenz Tate. I think both of them are really good actors, dog. Man, for a long time, man, Lorenz Tate was my favorite actor. When I was coming up, but then when I started like, got into this level of analyzing everything, you don't got to work. Yeah, but he did at first. I'm like, yo, I was I was a fan. Yeah, uh, Lorenz Pfeiffer though. Makai Pfeiffer is my nigga. Lorenz, I think, um, some of his recent work stepped him back a little bit. He didn't jump in some like B movies. That work on Power was not good. Um, and we love Lorenz Tate up here. Like, let's get that very clear. But some of that recent work ain't been that great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just like it was it was entertaining shit, but it wasn't necessarily your best performances. Um, Makai though, Makai like has consistently given good. Fam, Makai was on ER foot. 80 years, nigga. Like running next to George Clooney. Like, what up though? Oh. Oh. Phenomenal bad movie. (laughs) Nigga. Like it was Othello. And his performance was great in a a very weird version of that. Soul Foodie kid. Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, come on, man. So fam, he slammed the door and broke the whole shit. Mitch? Money making Mitch? Iconic role. iconic to the point people don't know Rich Porter. Uh the new edition movie? Oh shit! I forgot about he was that. Uncle. As the, yeah, like he the manager, nigga. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, somebody else who they had it. It was there. I saw it in him. I'ma still give him his Omar. flowers, Omar Epps. I knew he was going there because that him and Makai are kind of in the same boat yeah, for me. Y'all the same nigga. Like y'all are really like in great, too deep. Like Makai Fife, <laughs> one of the wildest but coldest lines ever because it couldn't have been more wrong. Omar was that nigga, dog. Like, I, I, don't, I don't say a lot of niggas was that nigga, but Omar had it. You got the juice now. Fam, from juice in too deep. to fucking in too deep to, like, come, even in in too deep, the way he shifted from cop to. Shit, then uh, brown sugar. Brown sugar. Not man. brown sugar, but uh, love or and no, basketball. Or no, love and basketball. You're right, you're right. Same, same, but not. But like, he was, yeah. like, that was a run still. So you could have, you could have, you know. Yeah. Kept going. So, uh, salute. That was somebody at the door. That was my cuz that we thought. We heard not. She ain't there no more though. Oh, somebody's at the door right now. Oh, she there right now? Yeah. Oh shit. Well, hold on. That might be. Oh yeah, she back. She back. All right. My cousin just pulled up. Said she wanted to drop something off to the guys. So we here. Oh, uh, what? So I wasn't paranoid and shit. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I- no, I literally <laughs> just told her too. Like we thought we heard something. Grabbed a gun. <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, um, I no, I'm looking through some yo, another great, but the work ain't there. But he he good. Jaiman Hansu. I was a yeah. good yeah. Jaiman was that dude. Yeah. He has some joints, man. Uh oh my God. Come on. Wood Harris. 
I was gonna, I was hey, gonna say it. Hey. How, where you, why you, where you rank Wood at? Wood pause. Harris is not only great. <laughs> right. Pause the hell out of that. <laughs> Wood Harris is not only great. What's up, baby? I mean, the nigga started a movie named Dre Road from my neck. I on, mean, fam. off top, you love him. Come on. Off top. I mean, I'm there. I'm going to tell you why Wood Harris is great, though, dog. It ain't just the acting. Wood Harris, if you watch his film, he does shit with his body, like, hand motions and, like, like and paid in full. It's just one scene where he just scratched his face when he talking to, uh, yeah. to Lulu. He talking to Lulu and the nigga scratches. And it was just, like, little shit like that where it's, like, you're just a great, like, physical actor, dude. Like, the shit you do is normal Shit that people do when they're in these these What's predicaments. What's the Wood Harris movie that he was in that you didn't like? I can't name one. I literally can't name one. Now Joe Rowe was a you know Joe Rowe was a bad movie, but, yeah, but he did, did the, well. He dog. did it for my hood. You feel Fam. me? And he perform. It's something to be said about people who perform well in bad films. Yeah, like if you can still kill a role in a movie that ain't that good. I'm in, dog. Like that you movie got have shit to do with Joe Rowe by the way at all. That was actually a wild movie. I don't know. Shout out to Joy Roll. Trick. Y'all, y'all. Shout out to Trick Trick. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's a real shout out. Guy. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't want no smoke up here. Trick Trick, what up? Uh, um, I'm looking through Carl Weathers, Gregory Hines, Dwayne Martin. Uh, Malik Yoba was good for a minute. He was good for a minute. Then it got weird. Though. It got weird. Bokeem Woodbine is good in everything oh. Bokeem's in. Oh, Bokeem good. Bokeem is good in everything he's in, like, dog. for real, for real. Bokeem's it's the most memorable actor in every movie he's in. So put this way then. Uh, because a movie that we didn't mention had Bokeem Woodbine, Jada Pinkett, Alan Payne. Wow. And the next nigga I'm about to mention. Wow, Tretch. Tretch. <laughs> All them niggas was in Jason Leary. Hey, Jason Leary. Forrest Whitaker. Yes. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. And the lady that played their mama, who name I don't know off top, but is a, a black Yo, lady. We, we've been talking about it for a while. We're doing a Jason's lyrics. Yeah, Jason lyrics getting getting broke down. It might come I might soon. To, I might have to go buy that shit. That might come soon. Do I own Jason's lyric? I feel like I do. Cause <sighs> that's a that's a that's a phenomenal joint. That's one of them ones, dog. Hey, somebody who's literally been phenomenal. And everything, he been in a lot of bad shit too. But every bad movie, every good movie, that nigga's great in it. Might not know him by name, but Google him real quick. Clarence Williams the third. Uh, I think I know who that is. Also in Jason's lyric, that's why I brought him up. He played a daddy. Come on, dog. Come on, man. Uh, what's my movie with Wesley Snipes and Michael Wright and Clarence oh, Williams the third? You Sugar Hill. Get the shit. The shit. Sugar Hill. You come on, dog. Me deep in the shit. <laughs> Fam, he literally shit, he played uh Bumpy Johnson. Played fucking Bumpy Johnson beautifully, by the way. Um, but Sugar Hill is my personal favorite by him. Yo. Sugar Hill is a great movie, dog. Irish nigga, Dutchie. What's his mm. name? Great actor, dog. Yes, I can't think of his real fucking name right now. He played on a show. Uh, used to be on Fox called Lie to Me. I'm gonna. Go, I remember Lie to I'm Me. I'm gonna buy that shit. I remember Lie to Lie Me. Lie to Me was a great, great TV show, man. I've, I've I learned so much off that for body language, and it was like a lesson every single episode. Yeah, good move. Good, good TV show. Rather, Lie to Me was a great fucking movie. Dog, why I can't find this? Yeah, had Kwame on there, nigga. <laughs> They they use Kwame as because you know they'll show like a when they talk about whatever body language thing it is and they'll mm-hmm. show you a piece that actually happened when when he was silencing himself so he wouldn't tell the truth yeah. or say something out when he was in court and he was like literally put both his fingers over his mouth so it's 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 dope. You know who I think is a really 
good actor, but he ain't been in shit. shit right now. He ain't been in much, but I think he has really good acting potential. What's that show we love that got taken off? The Mara Brocka Kill show. Love is. Yeah. The dude. The the guy that played Salim Akil's character. Um I he's one of them people that I just think like even in his regular life, he just feel like he'll be a good actor in yeah. anything he ever does. Like I don't even see him taking a bullshit role. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the, the, I mean the, the role he had in uh, Black Lightning was kind of in, but that's CW. I forgot about that. Yeah, CW only gonna give you so much. Where do we rank Luke Cage? <laughs> no, I can't even think of that nigga name right now. Nah, um, straight. But listen, so let's you know I'm I'm not, I'm not shy about saying it. You know, yeah. my fave right now currently is a uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya is easily my current favorite actor, and. I know he get a lot of shit for his regular life and some of the weirdness. I don't give a fuck. On film, niggas phenomenal. I like Lakeith. I think Lakeith is a great fucking actor. He's weird as shit, and he says some wild things, dog, but Lakeith Stansfield is a really good actor. I also like Damson Idris. I'm really excited to see him in this movie. Yeah. With, yo, shit, all right. Anthony Mackie. All right, yo, so I have it written right here. Literally. Can Anthony Mackie act? Yes. Yes. So, yes, he can. I like but Anthony, Anthony Mackie, Mackie was also the worst Tupac in the history of Tupac. Well, that's... that's I can't not count it. No one it can, was horrible. No one can be Tupac. He was also the worst uh, battle rapper in the was history he the of battle worst, rap. Was he the worst Tupac? Because yes. Because Hakeem was Tupac, too. I think he was worse than Hakeem. Only because I just watched the Biggie movie Hakeem the other day. Hakeem not even the same color as Pac. <laughs> like, nigga... nigga. Neither is Anthony Mackie, nigga. Nigga, they at least... Come on, man. Anthony Mackie walked up on Biggie. That nigga said, hey, what's up, Big? Hey, man, we got to get the hoes up in here. Like, dog, I was looking at that movie like, yo, y'all green green lit this? Outside of Anthony Mackie can act. He can act, but he's also had some really bad roles, too. Did you see... We saw that one shit he was just... That we was talking about. It just came trending for whatever reason last month. Nine, nine or nine... Triple nine, triple nine, triple nine. Good ass movie. Triple nine was good as shit. Woody Harrelson, phenomenal. Woody Harrelson, great. Um, triple nine is a good ass movie. But uh, like Anthony Mackie been a lot of shit. What's the shit he used to have with the hats? He was like a time traveler going through these fucking doors. Oh, mm. oh. Uh, uh. Was Tessa Thompson in that movie? Yo, she might have been. What the fuck was that movie? Because his love, his love interest was and Anthony Mackie was in like the banker. He yeah. killed and Samuel. That was a great Samuel role. Anthony, um, Mac- Anthony Mackie. Yeah. He was in uh. Let me look at his discography. The Hurt Locker, great movie. Yes. Um, him and Jake Gyllenhaal killed it. And then he got it was supposed to come out last year, but it didn't. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like he getting his Marvel bag. So he the next Captain America, <laughs> nigga. Like this is wild. Show love to Anthony Mackie, but I did write down like, can this nigga act? Because some of his bad rip roles. Rip him, Lotto, been, rip him. Oh my god! Like that eight mile was just it the was Manchurian rough. Candidate, my nigga. Manchurian Candidate, bro. Oh come on, man. She hate me. She hate me was great. She hate me did a lot for me as a child, and by child I mean horny ass teenager. But um, uh, we are Marshall. Did you ever see that movie Detroit? Eagle Eye. Yeah. I forgot he was in it. I'm yeah. looking through his joint right now. I'm like, oh, shit. I like that movie. Yeah, Detroit was good. Detroit got a lot of flack that I didn't really understand. I thought that was a great movie, dog. The, uh, the Adjustment Bureau. The Adjustment Bureau. Bureau. That's what it was called. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. That's one of uh, 
Matt Damon's best joints too. That was a good ass movie, dog. I low key might watch that. Let me see what that's playing. Oh, it's three ninety nine. I could pay that. I got three ninety nine. Yeah, adjustment bureau might happen. That was a great movie, dog. It'd be some white people who are like how we do our like the hate you give famous hate you give. Also in there with our dude, um, who played her dad, uh, yeah. Russell, whatever. Lincoln Heights. Yeah, Lincoln Heights dude. And he played uh, the character that Denzel played in the Russell Hornsby. Yeah. The the character Denzel played in The Bone Collector, he played him in, um, it was called Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector, which was a TV show. Again, I only had one season, but it was great. He was in Fences. Yeah, Yeah, Russell Hornsby got some joints, man. Giving all these folks that Seven seconds. I wanted seven seconds to have a second season. I know that given that story, like it was kind of over, but I felt like they could have gave that a second season, dog. I really enjoyed that show, man. I took over my Netflix life for a minute. All right, man. Um, Final thoughts. You watching anything now? I know we mentioned uh, we both caught up on on uh, Your Honor. Great uh, television. What else you watching? Right I'm, pro- I'm about to start The Servant. It's an Apple mm-hmm. joint. Cause mm-hmm. I heard season two is about to start, and I heard okay. season one was really good. Yeah. Um, I watched season one. It was really good. Uh, caught up on Your Honor. Kind of mad I did because now I want to watch it and I'm caught up. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, they, well, they probably going to do 10. Yeah. So when I looked it up on IMDb after week one, it only had nine episodes. But I was thinking, like, maybe that's just that early shit, whatever, whatever. Um, and we going to get 10. I am frustrated with that show, though. That show is a frustrating show. Let's talk a little bit about it because people have been asking me if we're watching it, dog. Um, so, spoiler alert, if you're not watching Your Honor, you can cut the pod right here and fast forward to the end. Gave you two hours and 30 minutes. So Yeah, yeah. if you don't love that, your whole perspective is whack. Um, Your Honor, it's about uh, Brian, goddamn, I just said, Brian Cranston. His character is a well-respected judge in New Orleans, right? We know New Orleans, one of the poorest cities in America. Um but no different than any other city in America, it's run by corrupt government and law enforcement. Part of that corrupt government and law enforcement is your judges. There's a lot of white privilege in this show coming from that corrupt government and law enforcement. So Brian Cranston's son has an asthma attack while he's driving. He hits a young man on his motorcycle, his, his little speed bike. Not instantly killing him, but ultimately killing him. Um, he initially calls the son. Initially calls the cops. Gave him mouth to mouth. Gave him mouth to mouth. He tried initially. Cleared his. What? Yeah, cleared his uh, his mouth of blood, like trying to make sure he didn't choke on his own blood. Um, and then he called the the police. He dialed nine one one, but he started panicking as he was saying something. So he hung up. Nine one one called him back. And he couldn't breathe at that time. He oh, he also him. called 911 from the kid he hits phone, by the way. So it wasn't from his phone. But he was having an asthma attack, so he couldn't breathe. He's having a panic attack plus an asthma attack. Probably hard to talk, Why I would take imagine. The phone? Took the kid's phone. Wipe that shit off and leave it there. Went to the gas station. I wouldn't even get hit. Why do you have his phone? Like, And you kept it. And kept it with you, dog. Like, you literally dragged his fam. You fucked up. So long story short, he hit this kid on the bike. Is you, uh, is the you kid out? ultimately dies. No, I'm not leaving that scene, man. After he's already gone, I mean, you tried to do no, everything I'm not you did. That scene. 
I'm not leaving that scene in that moment probably because having both a panic attack and asthma attack, I'm worried that something might be wrong with me. <laughs> like, I'm not getting back in the car and driving off. Then a nigga stop for that. Like, I wasn't doing all that. That's just me. I'm I ain't like, going nowhere. Like, after I, I tried to make sure that you was okay. Yeah. And you, like, I literally gave you mouth yeah. to mouth, cleaned the blood out you and tried to, to and you out of here? Can't hit and run a nigga. Can't hit and run a nigga. I stayed. Um, <laughs> so he hit the kid. Unfortunately, the kid that he hit happens to be the son of the biggest mob boss in New Orleans. Um, he didn't know that, obviously. Uh, but when he tells his dad he's already home, he didn't left the scene, did all this illegal ass shit, went home, took the phone, told his dad, who's this big honorable judge, um, literally an honorable man. Like he's like known for being like the nice judge who understands people. It's called your honor. And it's not about just being a judge. It's about being like an honorable judge to start. And then going back to that breaking bad convo, he slowly, but surely is starting to become more and more of a bad person. Yo, all this shit is a she, she, man. We got the goat in there. The he one of the wire goats. Oh, nigga. girl in there acting her ass off. I like that. The uh, the lawyer. No, the the gangster woman. The mom. Yeah. Ooh, my. Oh, the um. Hold up. The black yeah. lady. Oh, my nigga. When she showed up on episode five, whole show changed for me. It really did. Because it was a good-ass show up until that point, but episode five, her her energy was, like, nuts, dog. I see why you said it's, it's, it's a little cultural. Oh, it's cultural. Yeah, because they get into it, yeah. um, even though it's not But what frustrates me, because yeah. without going to... The Super detail, yeah. In, what, what frustrates me is, one, the dude, she... Yeah. Like, it's all your fault. Yeah. Why the fuck... Why, why did y'all do this in broad daylight? Yeah. Like, what, what the... Like... Nigga, I said I want you to make this car go away. I didn't tell you to call another cop. Then who's going to call a nigga in the street? Who's going to call a nigga to do? Like, it's too many but hands that's how involved. you make it go away. Because the cop, the police chief nigga dirty. Or the like, whatever the fuck he is dirty. God he called him. He called a local gang niggas. Yo, I need a car stolen. They go steal the car. Yo, shout out. Respect and rest in peace to the homie Kofi Jones. Kofi Jones ain't deserve that, dog. He literally was just trying to do what the gang told him to do, man. That was it. He ain't do shit illegal. Nothing. He stole a car that the cops told them to steal, nigga. Did he steal a car if he had the keys? No. I knew where the keys were. Was like, told specifically. On some, on some legal shit. Yeah. Did I steal the car if I had the keys to the car? Mm. Well, then they're going to say you stole the keys. They're going to flip it. It's going to get flipped, dog. Kofi Jones ain't deserve what happened to him, but a whole His string of events. Didn't yeah. Oh, my God. Bro. That was some of the saddest shit I've ever seen on TV, dog. That really made me sad, bro. My frustration is with the son. The son is the stupidest nigga on TV. Fam, you're becoming friends with the daughter? First off, you're fucking a teacher. Off top, which he don't seem G enough to do. Facts. Props in, like, this kind of weird. Props in, like, huh? And then you beat your mans up for saying he'll fuck the teacher. Nigga, you do know this supposed to be a secret, Fam, right? you're making it hot as hell. Oh, sidebar, I just watched a show called A Teacher. I might have mentioned that last week, but it's on Hulu. It's about a student fucking a teacher, which is just a wild concept to me. And then Brian, Brian Cranston, Cranston. Yeah, yeah. His, him like he going OD using bro. his fa- like you. He using too many favors now. No, not the favors, nigga. You going places. Yeah. With oh, your my face. God, Sam, that shit with the gas station and the manager. 
Dog, oh my bro, my stomach dropped when they sat that newspaper on dog counter and he said, Yeah, he came in here asking about somebody who was cheating on his wife. He he deleted the tape. They like who? Him right here on I said, yo. Then at the little nurse, like him, you doing too much with your face. Oh my god, went right in there. Now dog then ended up dead as hell. And that's the and of course, old girl who who gave who they gonna find out what kind mm-hmm. of car he got. Come that on. green Camry was easy, dog. Anyway. And like you did all that. And you got the police lady help. You got the detective help. Now you're going to screw over your girl. You about to screw your girl over, your your police lady, your neighbor across the street who told you it was a green Camry. Like, everybody fucked up. The damn dog almost dying every episode because y'all both fucking up, you and your son. And now the son over here on some weird shit. The son about to fuck the daughter. Like They kissing in the whip. Fam, when she pulled off and the dad and the security nigga was right there on the other corner... I said, They yo. saw him, right? No, she pulled off behind them. They were facing, and she pulled off behind them and turned left. Oh. So they ain't even see her. I thought that's why you asked him, what's the boy's then name? The dad came in there and pissed in the motherfucker's crib. Yo, this show is wild, man. Um, Dude, he's always that character. He's great he's in this He's always right that here, kind dog. of character, too. His wife has lost her mind. Wasn't he in Boar Empire? Yes. Okay. Yep, and he was just as pale and white and... Joe Pesci is. Yeah. Um, this is a great show. Wasn't he man. the same character? Essentially, yeah. He was a gangster. Um, I have enjoyed Your Honor more than I've enjoyed. I mean, I enjoyed The Undoing, right? The Undoing was great on HBO. This has gone up another notch to me because it ain't just about white people. I'm going to be honest. I like white people. Y'all cool. Some great shows. Undoing was so white. It was a great show, but it was super white. This one, you done threw New Orleans in there, bro. You done threw the fucking uh, Scottish mob nigga in there. Like, it's mad shit going on. It's white privilege going on. You got the black dude running for mayor. Shit. From uh, Clay Davis, nigga, he in there running for mayor. He killing it, but he doing dumb shit. Now you got Brian Cranston doing dumb shit with your name on it. Like, man, this shit is great. And then you know what's going to happen. Kofi Jones' lawyer, Brian Cranston, little former intern chick, she gonna trace this shit back to him, dog. I guess coming. If the dad can figure out from a couple little chance conversations that, yeah, Kofi Jones ain't do shit. That lawyer going around and having a relationship with Kofi Jones' little brother and shit, she gonna figure this out, bro. And when she do, it's gonna be a long day. And I'm wondering when the... uh. And when the game, to, you asked her to come there anyway, and do you it. literally called her to help. Everything, and now she about to overhelp. You fucked up everything. Mm-hmm. You should have just pulled the fucking car in the garage, fam. You should have let your son. Because here's the thing: at the end of the first episode, he takes the son down there. He like, look, you did too much. You shouldn't have escaped. You shouldn't have ran. Shouldn't have left the scene. We have to go down there. There's no other way. Yeah. We gonna go down there. I'll talk to them. Like da da da. Then they go down there and they see it was the mob boss son. He like nah nigga. They gonna he was like, I can't ass. do that because they would have killed to be dead now. They would have killed you. But the only reason they was gonna kill you wasn't for hitting their son. It was for leaving him. No, he was getting. I don't killed. think they was killing him. I don't think they was killing him. I don't think they was killing him. You left that because you hear them when they describe it like what kind of monster would just leave him there bleeding, well, gasping what, what, for air. But when they you, heard the phone call, they hear him yeah. breathe. Oh. It get bad. A dog. nigga that don't want to go to prison for the rest of his life. Yeah. Because he was who. definitely going to fucking prison. Like, dog. that's who. And that's fucked up because I don't have asthma, so I ain't never had an asthma attack. But, like, I get your, like, I concern to, in that moment. I shouldn't have to get a, go to prison because I was, well, maybe I wouldn't have went to prison because I'm a judge's kid and yeah. I had an asthma attack. Yeah. Um. And what you want me to do? I was dying. Fam, that nigga left his asthma pump at the scene. 
Bro, you how you leave your asthma pump and take the other kid's phone? The asthma pump that got your name and address and social security number and your prescription and <laughs> and when and when insurance be, info and when you'll be back for the refill. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, we don't got to kill any. Just wait till January fifth. He'll be there. Apparently, his name is Jason Johnson. He like, lives on Joy Road. And dog. <laughs> He'll be back next Thursday between two and five. Like, fam, the show didn't got so captivating. Like, even I didn't even think this nigga was gonna be that good, and he didn't got good. The um, the uh, Desire Gang nigga with the dreads, with the little or yeah. with the braids. That episode when he was talking to the lawyer at the little lunch table, I was like, yo, this shit is just great, man. Um, but to to your point, it has gotten significantly better since the gang leader lady came on, dog. Cause she like she giving me them vibes. Yeah. Fuckers due diligence. <laughs> is that your is that your rabbi? Fam. <laughs> Dog, when she told that nigga we got the call to steal that car on November 10th. Your son got killed on what date? He said November 9th. She said, Kofi Jones didn't kill your son. Man, I was sitting there like dog. With the toothpick. She be talking greasy too. I like her, man. Like, and New Orleans, one of my favorite places on earth, dog. So. Like when, when her first, and we'll, I'm gonna get off this shit. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll wrap up mm-hmm. in a second. But when they announced or introduced who she was, yeah, it was on some sly shit, yeah, which I thought was really, really cool because yep. they was just in it. I just thought she was a, a auntie or somebody. Oh, mama or somebody, yeah. Tell them how you and I was. I, I didn't get it at she first. She started talking kind of crazy to dog too. Yeah, and, and I was like. Oh yeah, and it was when she went out there with the little bro, and she left that knot. Yeah, to see what he'd do, man. Yeah, I I love this didn't show. Little bro, he like was he, in something. No, didn't he seem like he got older? Oh, since uh, since Kofi was in jail. What well, I, I, I to when he was in the game? <laughs> yeah, I felt like he was like a a little kid, but now nah, I, I went back. He's he wasn't. Yeah, maybe how they addressed him and how initially it, he spoke kind of what what. But like the last couple episodes, like he's been you, very. He might be like 15, 16 years. He old. walked up on girl cart. Yo, what you need? And you need coke. We got weed. We got pills. Whatever you need. She like, oh, I could be a cop. Nigga saying this car? Nah, <laughs> dog. It's just a great show. It's some great acting on there. And again, the same thing I said about the undoing. The writing, man. The writing's phenomenal. The the scene they really in New Orleans, so it's giving you them vibes, dog. Them Ninth Ward and and Lower Ninth Wards is. There's no way these niggas get out of the, get away with this shit, fam. They, I don't even. I mean, now they got Brian Cranston. It's no way he don't go to prison or die. And and what he say? He told him, "Hey, man, y'all son, he finna go down for killing Kofi." Would you to get your son up? Like nigga, I ain't killing. Oh yeah, because they think he did it. Yeah. Um, I'd have been like, I ain't, I ain't the one. I wouldn't have said my son did it. But I'd have been like, like, it wasn't me. Nigga, I didn't do that shit. It wasn't me. I'd have been like, fam, check the record. I was in court. That's what I was I don't know that. what happened. Like, nigga, no. I was literally in court. Yeah, like you can check public records. Check bro. the stenographer. Nigga, I was talking at fam, this time. She'll tell you what I said, <laughs> dog. Um But then they of course they're gonna be like, Oh, what's your kid? Well well, who did it? Because if Kofi Jones ain't doing it and you ain't doing it, who else got your car? Your like, wife did. Like, nigga, you ain't got no inhaler. So Yeah. Dog, he literally found the other, the replacement inhaler in the crib. So then I thought that, because that's actually a slight to me. Like, you know that you found the inhaler in the son's room, and you found the inhaler at the scene. So that's not his dad. Or maybe he just think it was in the car. I don't know. Maybe he think it was in the car. What if you do got asthma? I don't know. He could. 
I don't know. Asthma yet. could be a thing. It could be a hereditary thing. What I'm right? saying is, yeah, gangster nigga don't know yet. Gangster nigga don't know it. Um, and again, to to that point, the asthma pump could have been in the car if you were driving it, Your Honor. So, and either way, I guess yeah, he don't technically know that it was his son. But boy, when they find out he fucking with the daughter. When the daughter find when out. When the daughter find out. Fam, I keep telling you all these intimate moments about me and my little brother that you That's killed. That's some creepy shit. Fam, what's wrong with the son? You ask him about what it, what was his last word. And you pretending like you talked to him. Like, yo, yeah, no, I didn't really know him that well, but. Fam, this is the greatest show on TV right now. Currently, it's happening. Uh, something else I'm watching, I started... Actually, a couple new shows. Um, it's a show on Amazon Prime that's really interesting. If you're into like the FBI serial killer, Law and Order type of bag, it's a show called Absentia. A B S E N T I A. Um, it's on Prime Video. It got three seasons. Really good. Started in 2018. It's a Prime original. Uh, it's another show on Showtime that I had never heard of, starring McNulty from The Wire. It's called The Affair. On Showtime, it has five seasons, so clearly it's been successful. I have never heard of this show until the other night. I remember when it came started. I didn't know this was a thing. Um, me and Shorty watched a couple episodes. That shit was entertaining as hell, but it's kind of a hard show to watch with your girl because you don't want your girl to sit there like thinking you having an affair too. You just like McNulty, but it's a good ass show. And uh, we enjoyed the first few episodes. So got to get back into it. Um, And there's a good ass show on ABC, but the first five episodes are on Hulu right now. It's called big sky is currently on season one on ABC. Um, It's good as shit though. This is us is back on. This is us is back. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my man! Uh, he get on the actors list too. Sterling K. Williams. Yeah, Sterling K. Brown. Pardon me, Sterling yeah. K. Brown. Yeah, yo, Sterling K. Brown is on there for This Is Us and for the OJ story. Like just for them two alone, he don't have to do shit else. He up there, man. Yo, this is a good ass pod, dog. This is a good ass pod, man. Um, oh, real quick before we leave, I do want to play Rob Silva note in response to our questions on the power episode last week uh because i want to make sure we don't let that slip by here we go what's up fellas a few answers to a couple of questions you asked me on last week's show um as far as the size of queens queens is the largest of five of the five new york city boroughs and it's not even close um it's like 40 40 miles larger than brooklyn Queens is damn near 115 uh, miles long. But that being said, Ghost's reputation and Tommy's reputation as being two of the biggest drug lords on the eastern seaboard, the Tejadas would have had to have known these, these guys. It doesn't make sense for Monet and her husband not to have heard of at least Tommy Egan. Maybe not James St. Patrick because Ghost was this mythical figure. But as I was growing up in New York, I grew up in the South Bronx. Cats in the South Bronx knew of Rich Porter, who was one of the biggest drug dealers in Harlem at the time, as shown in Payton Full, as they changed his name to Mitch, and Payton Full played by Mackay Pfeiffer. Um, and in Queens... Jamaica, Queens, which is where I believe the Tejada family is located and where James St. Patrick and Tommy grew up. In that section, 
Supreme, the guy that uh, 50 had a run in as a young as a young man and who felt was set up. Supreme was the main drug lord and he was the one who helped fund the Gotti's and Ja Rule's record, record career and Murder, Inc. So it, it doesn't make sense for the Tejadas never to have known about Tommy Egan and the mythical figure Ghost. It doesn't make So that was in response to our question last week when we was trying to figure out, yo. But like, the niggas the was up top. So like, what's what's the dude we was mad that got killed? Uh, Julio. Julio. Yeah. They probably would. They would have done business with a Julio. Mm. They wouldn't have done business. Yeah, they would have never came across a ghost. No. Tommy, maybe when Tommy started doing the shit on his own for that little minute, but he went to. Uh, yeah. You remember he had that one season where it was just him and then Ghost had to get back. But because yeah. that's how Tommy got spanking two bit and all of them is his crew. Um but yeah, I I, I, I guess I could see it because Jay just pulled up uh the population of Queens. It's two point two nine million. Three people. times the size of Detroit. And Detroit so, probably got like seven fifty right now. Yeah, yeah. So we it, it makes a little more sense um that they might not know. But Brooklyn Rob, is smaller, but Brooklyn got two point six million people in it. Yeah. And that's why them cribs so small, nigga. They stacked in up there. on everybody. Um, but to rob your point uh, about yo niggas in the South Bronx knew Rich Porter from Harlem. Rich Porter, a flashy nigga. Facts. If 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 Tommy was flashy, he's a white boy in Queen. Like you would stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And Ghost is on the low low. Yeah. Shit, my name is Ghost, so you don't know. We run, nigga. We run um, laundry mats. Mm. Like, for us to do our job well, you can't know who we are. So, you know what else? Um, speaking of that, I'm glad you said that, and we're going to get the fuck out of here. I found such a flaw in the show that nobody would have ever fucking noticed. So, you know I rewatch Power all the fucking time, nigga, just to catch older shit and to catch that feeling. So, I'm rewatching season three, which I normally don't watch because that's where it started, that descent, um, when Kane came back from being burned alive and stabbed. It was an episode in season three where Tasha says it's when she starts working with Tommy and Holly to like show Holly how to uh, cook the books. And she said, well, we would normally be able to use the laundromats, but Ghost closed them all down. So the error is fast forward to fucking Power Book 2, where she tells Tariq to go to one of the old laundromats to find the fucking gun like them ain't y'all's no more. But that don't mean the stash box. Or the stash. Yeah. I mean, it don't mean that. So, yeah, I close them as far as, like, someone else owns them. Or if I close it, somebody will buy the shit. But, like, the stash box could still be there. It, it could be. But I just don't think they even thought about that. I think they just wanted that to be a thing because they probably assumed the audience wouldn't catch a little bar like that. It was a random sentence. And um, I caught that shit. But season three was not that bad. It just started to get a little cartoonish around then. But whatever, man. Hey. This is a great-ass pod, dog. We did our thing. I don't normally pat us on the back mid-episode, but this shit was fire. Hope y'all felt the same way. Hope y'all rocking with us. Be prepared. We about to tell y'all again. I'm going to give you the list one more time. This Friday, January 15th, 2021, going into MLK weekend, we got Outside the Wire starring Anthony Mackie and Damson Idris, also known as Franklin from Snowfall. That'll be available on Netflix Friday, December, or January 15th. One Night in Miami, directed by Regina King. 
That'll be available on Prime Video January 15th, this Friday. And American Skin, directed by and starring Nate Parker, will be available wherever you stream or rent movies. So Apple TV or Prime Video, you can rent it for $12.99. If you got Apple TV, you can do a pre-order of the rental or purchase right now in your phone. I already did it earlier. It is available. American Skin, available this Friday. Jay and I are probably going to talk about all three of them. No, no, no. It's going to happen, and it's going to give you all a lot of content. So I want you all to make sure that over the next week, you all have at least watched a couple of those. Because when me and him get in here, we're going to give you all some reviews. May not review all three, but we will be discussing all three in good enough detail. So I don't want to rent. I want to buy. I don't know. What yeah, pre-order I, the pre-orders is. for the – um, I think the email I got said is for the rental. So – um, but I think we get access to it like Thursday. We ain't got to wait till midnight. It's only an hour and a half. So. Yeah, hour and a half American skin. Um, but it's available this Friday to rent or purchase. Um, check that out. And something Jay and I talked about, it ain't on the level of these three films, but it is still some black folks in there. So I want to throw that out there. Uh, Fatal. Fatal has been out for about a month. It was in cities with theaters. It was here in Detroit. Or with open theaters. It was here in Detroit at the drive-in theater, but that is available to rent. If you want to rent it, it's a 20 ball. I rented it. It wasn't worth the 20 ball, but it was entertaining enough to throw on and watch with your ladies. So Fatal starring Michael Ely, um, dog that plays Luke Cage, and uh, what's the next karate kid? Hillary Swank. They in that. Go rent that. Check that out. Um, it'll be a good little fun watch if you want to watch something that's mindless and you can kind of break away from the serious nature of the mother three films we just mentioned, man. Great episode. I'm your host, Antwood. That's your host, Jay Johnson. This Week in Culture, episode 140. We out.